We are here. Yes, we are. With our latest her, him, and a guest. And you guys see him right in front of you. We are here with the man himself, Risk It for the Biscuit. Let's go. My dude, thank you so much for being here, man. How are you, brother? Good, good. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, It's a bit of a rough morning, so that's why we're running a bit late. That's all my fault but uh we've got everything sorted in the end and we're here we're here ready to go yes that's it man. thank you so much for joining us today we do, we do appreciate awesome. you absolutely it's gonna be a fun time man we appreciate you oh all right guys listen again we do apologize for having to move the show but it'd be what it be we, we make the moves we gotta do and now we're now we're here so guys listen thank you all again for being here for being patient and just remember that this is our guest show so as much as we always rock with you guys during our regular shows we're going to be here focused on the guests um if there's any super chats or anything with any questions or comments we'll read them towards the end um but i do want to start the show shouting out our homies that are on point elite members of our channel so I want to shout out TMHW Gaming, which is our boy Chris Lee. Thank you so much. And our homie, big boy Mike, we appreciate you. Now, our homie Chris Lee does have a question that we're going to start off the show with. And what he wants to ask is this. Does Undead Labs release State of Decay 3 next year or will it be delayed again? What do you think, Risk It? 100% delayed. 100%, 100% delayed. It's Yeah, it's not coming out next year. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. You, you know what I haven't done? I haven't sat down and had a look at, and it's probably going to be my next video, but I haven't sat down and had a look at what is coming and timelined everything. So I'm a bit, if you're asking me questions about timelines on what's coming from Xbox, it's, I'd be a bit fast and loose with it, but... Yeah, I, I don't see them. They had some trouble in 2022. And I yeah, I don't see them. They had a bit of a, a studio head shift. Um, and there was rumors about scrapping parts of the game. So I, I don't see it coming out next year. I'm hopeful. That would be good. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Man, Fable's another one, though. Is that coming next year? God. So that's the that's the one, right? Like that's like the that one. I would say if there was a chance of one of those big new games coming out that we saw like that, I would say that one would be closer of a shot because at least we did you know get confirmation that there was gameplay in there, versus mm-hmm. you know the other one we have not seen. That was all <laughs> CG, you know. It's going to be further along, right? Call it. Yeah, so Fable seems like it's it's further along, especially since they made that big debut last year. And I'm trying to get in their minds. Like, you know, they highlighted Fable and South of Midnight, right? So, okay, cool. That was during the show last year. So then this upcoming year, are they going to highlight two more games and then do a deep dive on these two games and then release? Or are they going to, what, just like tease them again? And then next year after that is when we're going to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why they would have shown us that one, specifically Fable. Um, like, I know Avowed and Hellblade 2 are 
slated for this year, right? And that's where you start looking at like where are they going to fit these things? You know what I'm saying? Like where are they putting these games I, to kind of get the biggest bang from them? I think deep. To, this is the thing with those games they've already shown. They've scissor. So you've got it. So this is off the top of my head timelining, right? So yep. you've seen gameplay from Fable. So the next one from that's got to be a deep dive. If we ignore what Hellblade's been doing, um, yep. Hellblade's got to be a deep dive. Definitely not going to see that at the Game Awards. I know there's some people out there going, "Yeah, we're going to do like no." <laughs> if they bring that to the Game Awards, that'd be a disappointment. That's an L. Um, they need to. The next thing they do with Hellblade has to be a deep dive. Fable 50-50. They could, um, they could come out with a gameplay trailer, and that would be fine. Um, Avowed. They've already shown enough gameplay. That's got to be a deep dive um what else have we got coming south of midnight that could be a gameplay trailer um clockwork that could be definitely a gameplay trailer but that, i think that stuff that we've seen scissor reel for is like back end of the year uh what i there is one that i really want to see and the, like i just can't say exactly t too much but what i can say is that from what i've heard um and then putting together what i've heard is that gear six is Ooh. deep in development they're in production i i think this is just i'm not saying that, I, that i've heard that but i've heard some things that make me believe that and i think it's pretty likely that we see gear six at game with the year you, I, what else could you come with that there's there's two games and if you go through all the studios there is two games that you could come with, and that's Perfect Dark to make it an impact. It's Perfect yep. Dark, Gear 6. Those two games are the two games that you could announce. And then a lot of people don't feel like they look at the Game Awards uh, in the way that you should, which is that's an announcement, a place to announce new things. It's not a place to, to rehash things you've already seen. Um, right. It's not a place to do deep, deep dives. It's a world premiere. Um, with lots of eyes, right? And we can get into how important that is. It's been really interesting, actually. I'd love to get into how important that is. Because really interesting. Last year, I had the entire community coming at me and, um, because I was like, well, it's not a big deal that they weren't there. The whole community was like, no, it's an owl. They're, 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 what are they doing? They don't know what Xbox, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't just PlayStation guys. It was Xbox guys too. And then this year, what we're seeing is boycott the Game Awards. Probably yep, from... Yep. And, I didn't keep receipts because I, I gave up keeping receipts because I really like, I don't know if I can swear on the show. I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> if you said something else last year and then you're saying something different this year, well, that's fine. You can change your mind. Um, but I've seen it from most, from a lot of people. I'm pretty sure that, it, that was saying last year it was an L I'm now saying boycott the game awards. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Um, yep. So yeah, I think we'll see that from the game awards and then but what's coming next year Man, that's anyone's guess, but I want to see Fable. Fable has been my most anticipated, probably followed by Indy. Um, yep. I think so, Indy's on the Bethesda side, if you look at that that roadmap that we saw from them, everything was pushed two years after that time frame that they kind of alluded to. So Indy would be here per that timeline being pushed back two years would be coming out in 2024. So mm -hmm. not to mention whatever Activision is cooking, because you got to figure right now what they just did to themselves is they're like, all right, we had these games lined up for 2024. And it's like, OK, well, 
we just bought Bethesda. They got these games. Like, okay, well, do we have to put out this game now? Can this one use more time? And then they're like, oh, snap, we just bought Activision. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, they obviously had games that were situated for this upcoming year too, right? So it's kind of like, a, you know, where do you put them all? And do you want to just flood the whole year or do you do give that space? You know, there's a there's a lot of thoughts that have to go into it um, to kind of give the, the games a little breathing room because we do see that they kind of, they do take over each other right like when when fable i'm sorry not fable horizon came out and then like two weeks later or a week later whatever it was that they dropped the um the halo multiplayer beta i mean it changed everything because i was playing horizon non-stop and then the beta came out i was like well <laughs> time to play some halo so it's like you know you do want them to breathe and have some space i don't know man next year is going to be wild because i really felt like they were like we have games like contraband we don't even know what's going on with that you know like have they secretly been finishing that up and they're gonna get ready to drop it on us this year is that gonna be like a january you know is that our hi-fi rush where we just get a contraband thrown in, in the direct and there's our game i mean i think the next i i think they'll do that again but i don't think they'll do it with anything that they've announced i think the um they'll do what they did with hi-fi rush which is just drop it out of the blue I had no idea it was coming and boom. And I'm a big, big proponent. Like Hi-Fi Rush wasn't, I didn't really, I didn't love it. It was good. Like I can see that objectively, as much as you can objectively look at something that's subjective, I can objectively look, sit back and go, this is a fantastic game. Like it's a great game. Wasn't really my thing, but. Nope. Uh, but I, you can I, see the, the benefit of there. Yeah. And the benefit of, um, of, and even though Microsoft has had layoffs, the benefit of taking parts of studios to work on a smaller game, I, I think is huge for the industry. I think that that's Absolutely. something that Xbox has led the way in. And I think it's also something that AAA developers need to take notice of. That it, their games don't always have to be um, this next big AAA experience. It doesn't always, it can be a pentiment and they can take small parts of their teams, talented parts of their teams, give them a small budget, sell that game off to subscription services like PS Plus, like Game Pass, and say, this is your budget. Try to hit within this budget, which, you know, obviously there's things that happen, whatever, but you would try to hit within that budget and you've sold it for this much. The budget is this much. Boom, you've made this much profit. This this is something that I think AAAs really need to, because the way that this, the industry has been operating, it cannot continue to keep operating that way. I think Phil Spencer saw that. Um, and saw the opportunity with you know Game Pass and with what they were doing with Netflix and you know Prime and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I think in that way he's very much a visionary, and I think the industry has been really slow to catch on. And if you look at Capcom's um, I, and I'm Path of the Goddess, and I'm not going to say the rest of it because I I think I called it Nino Kuni or something last time, and that's not <laughs> what it's called. But but that that game that they're dropping into Game Pass, which is yep. a smaller experience, it looks quality. Um, that's a good example. Prince of Persia, another fantastic example, like of making a smaller game, taking a small team. These are this means that these are people that you don't have to lay off at the end of a development cycle. You can shift them into yep. something smaller. Um, and yeah, I think Xbox has really led the way with this stuff. Um, and PlayStation has really dragged its feet with this stuff. And I they are so far behind on like what the industry is doing they're still sitting nice. i mean they were still sitting in this live service thing i'm like dude that was that was five years ago you're too late yeah, you're late to the party ridiculous. yeah like I, I think they're sort of realizing that but 
uh, yeah, I think it we we were sort of lucky that the Xbox One generation was as dire as it was because I don't think we would have got Phil Spencer um, driving uh, Xbox the way he did without that absolutely dire <laughs> Xbox One. I still enjoyed Xbox One, whatever. I I mean, I did too. I mean, I I feel like you know. They came out with a lot of games, especially in the beginning. Like right out the gate, they had a great lineup of games. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I I don't know the people who like down it so much. It's like they, it's like they down it because they wanted it to be, you know, bigger. But it's like guys, you you guys messed with Xbox's plan completely. You made they everything happened. They had to restart their entire plan. Because you made them throw it all away. Every game they were going to make was going to be using the cloud as an assistant yeah. for power, right? But no, you can't do that when you tell them that they have to make the games was, offline again. I was again. pissed off that they shift directions. Yeah, I was and, very excited about what they had. Yeah. Uh, but again, ahead of their time. I feel like they were just ahead of their time as they usually are. Yeah. But they're sticking yeah, to I mean, it now. They they have a, a role that they're sticking to. And, and I'm glad to see that. And they've nice. sort of brought back that cloud. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Like they've sort of pivoted back to that. They have a studio that, because um, you know, it was a really small story. I don't know if many people caught it, but they have a studio that helps, that assists, um, like a hit team that goes out and assists with, you know, cloud development. So, I mean, it was that, that guy is from back. the flat. Was it Kim, Kim Swift, right? Or something like that. He's part of it, I think. Yeah. The, the head of the studio is a, a woman, but I can't remember the na her name. Um, but she was. But I know what you're talking about. There was. A, I remember the story coming out, and they have like this small team that's that dedicates to doing that. And you know, Kojima's yeah, working was, on a a cloud game. She was part of um, Sarah Bond's team, like the the tech um, team. But when you oh, say no. like head of their time, I mean, when you look back to TV, 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 um, mm -hmm. and I'm never ever gonna cap and say that Don Matrick was the guy because he was not no, no, the no. guy. Um, no, but when you, his focus was terrible, but their vision was on point and their vision has point. been on point since day <laughs> one. Like since you know, they were the first with ethernet, they were the first to yep. like, they, they have so many firsts under their belt. They just don't get the credit for it. Um, but when you look back to TV, TV, TV and all that's like the snap feature was great. We didn't get to yes. use it really in Australia, but like that you could use it with some things and it was great. A lot of the features that they had, some of them gone, some of them still with us, but a lot of them we use today, uh, and it's just like an expected part of your ecosystem. But what they did was they focused on ecosystem. They didn't focus on games, and that was like one of the hugest missteps. Um, yep. and, and as well, Microsoft wasn't all in. They didn't have the backing that they have now. They didn't have the trillion-dollar company saying, get out there and take over the, you know, this, this, which is what they have now. They didn't have it then. So they sort of had yep. to be a lot more careful about where they spent their resources. And look, Don Matrick was focused on the wrong things. That did have some banger games, though, man. Uh, Rise, that was, that needs a I second. I love Rise. Like, I, I posted some gameplay of Rise, I think, in 2021, and it went, like, absolutely viral. Like, it, it, absolutely viral like it was huge and i'm like jesus all i did was like say how great was this game and everyone was all over it so if they're not making a rise they haven't got that ip back that's another misstep we can talk about it's ips with step. microsoft as well oh it looks yeah, amazing that, I, and plays i really well, want that i really yeah. want that like 
so badly. Give me Rise 2, man. It has to happen. I, honestly, they just need to buy Crytek. I feel like underrated studio. Been always making games under the struggle of money. Give Buy them. Yeah. Give them some freedom. Let them build their tech because they're crazy with tech. Like, yeah. just go do it. Oh, my God. It would be beautiful. It would be beautiful. Yeah, and that's the thing. They didn't have the, they didn't have the resources to continue building out that Crytek engine, which was like ahead of its game. I, mean, I don't know if you remember the original um, oh, Ubisoft game. They just released number six. It's completely slipped my mind. Number a typical six. Ubisoft. Far Cry. The original Far oh, Cry. Far, was, yes, was yes, in, yes, Far Cry. Was in Crytek, and it was yeah, the part one. stunning. Like, yes. And they ruined it yes. with two. Like, I wasn't happy with two. And they even had a... um. They even had a level design in. Um, they, they, I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah. Money took that very seriously. I by love the way. that level design, like, right, man. I, I was in go there. Ahead and design myself. Yeah, huh. and it was like it. It was like an early forge. It was. It was amazing. And then, yeah, Crytek just sort of dropped off the map with their. Uh, they obviously didn't have the resources. So yeah, absolutely. I got a question for you guys. Ooh, I'm ready. Are we going to talk about the Xbox tax? We'll talk about it at the end. Uh, at the end of the show, we'll get it. We'll that. get there. That's the topic on everybody's mind. Trust me. I don't know if you saw Boom today, <laughs> Boom show, but it was a fun one. Um, yeah. That being said, I want to go ahead and again thanks TMHW Gaming, uh, Chris Lee, one of our On Point Elite members on YouTube. Thank you for that question and thank you for starting off the show with that banger let's get into the questions proper all right let's get let's get the show really going because as you guys know this is about our guests we're gonna find out about our guests do a little deeper dive right so the name risk it for the biscuit all right it's a dope name it's a dope name mike funny the first time i heard it i was like absolutely that's, that's a and sick then, name and then you have <laughs> xbox infinite podcasts so our first question goes like this How'd you come up with your name? And how'd you come up with your show's name or channel's name? Uh, so the name, the name comes from COD because um, if if anyone knows my history, I was a massive Battlefield guy. Um, and do you remember when they re released that um, Xbox Museum? I th yes. I thought I had more time in Battlefield than I had in any other game. Not true, apparently. Um, the most time I have is in COD, like so. And I used to be, nice. I was all right. I did okay. I still do all right now, but I'm getting old. You know, like you, yep, eyes yep. don't work the same, hands don't work the same, reaction slows down. Um, but when 2019 came out, I was like, man, this is the jam. Um, and they're doing now what I wanted them to do, which is iterate on 2019. That's what I wanted them to do. And when they came with Black Ops, I was like, oh, well, what are you doing? Um, so I spent a lot of time in 2019, like a lot of time and everyone had bailed off to, um, but there was a core community that stuck with 2019, especially in Australia. So we all knew each other and there was a few specific modes we'd all play and we'd all play. And there was a, and, and at that point, once you, once you whittle the community down to that point, it's all sticks, it's all quick scopes, it's all, um, you know, like that ridiculous skill level. It gets sweaty, yep. like really, really sweaty. And we would play uh, Cyber Attack um, and the other mode that's like that where you can't, um, you can't revive. So I got down to just me, V6, and then like 
someone, one of the guys was talking. He's like, you're going to risk it for the biscuit? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on it. So I just, I ran out. I just had, it was all luck. I was just completely lucky and just nailed every single one of them and nice. won the game. So I clutched it. Um, and that's where the name came from. Um, then they started so you saw, you were like, it, so. that's it. That's the name. Got to take it. You that's the name. <laughs> nice. And then nice, nice. Xbox Infinite, we sort of started at a, a bit of a weird time. So I, I had a really bad back injury. So I, um, I blew a disc because um, I used to deal in explosives um, in mining, uh, which is mm. a really hefty, uh, really heavy manual labor. It's also a lot of thinking. There's a lot of regulations when it comes to um, dealing with explosives. So you've got to be quick on your feet yeah. and you've got to have a half a brain. Um, but you've also got to be big because we're shifting about six ton of 20 kilo bags of explosives per day, um, as well as pumping that into holes, as well as all the other manual label stuff, stuff that you do. I just had a really unlucky fall and um, blew a disc, uh, wow. partly probably because of uh, body fatigue. And so I was sitting around not really doing much. Uh, one of the guys I met, which is Jedi Knight Pete, he's on the show. I met in RDX and in in um, when Colt started because I was I was in Colt's first show. I think we started before him, but um, that was in, and then we were hanging out in the chats, just talking to each other, and then we got to know each other on Xbox. Played our way through the MCC, got talking because we spent a lot of time in parties just talking about what's going on in the industry, like doing what we're doing now, um, yep. and just having these discussions. And I'm like, man, we should do this. We should do this live. We should do a show because we're having these discussions. We may as well have them like with the community and on air and, and maybe we can add value. Or, um, so nice. we sort of started to set it up. I think it was off my, when I first started setting it up, it was off my 2014, no, it's 2012, 2012 Mac that just basically froze. If you look at it, you press the key, it freezes. <laughs> wow. um, so I was trying to set up this show, got the show set up and we, we got it to a point. Uh, and then we just, yeah, we had name discussions. Now, Umbra will tell you that we stole his name, but that's not true. Um, he, he wasn't like initially in the, in the beginning, it was just me and Pete. Um, and Umbra came in, I think, after the first show. I think he was on the first show. And then we had a second show. And then we got him in um, as permanent because, you know, he's got that silky smooth voice. Uh, and occasionally, very occasionally, he has a good opinion. Very. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh -huh. very, very few or far between got it <laughs> what year was this what year was this he's a great guy he's a great guy and he does have great um great deal. so like we all gel but when was but anyway this? it was what mostly year? uh geez when did we start um early 2021 i think it was nice um and pete yeah we, that's it was around when infinite was coming out actually so that's late 2021 by the time we got it going and we were talking about yeah so late 2021 um nice and halo was coming out and we were just throwing names around different types of names and um we just came up with xbox infinite that is going to be rebranded though so we're going to change oh, it oh. all right all right That's how soon probably got a hundred show coming up this week um nice. we're supposed to have skill up on for the hundredth show but because i had covid we missed Rats. the show and skill up ended up being on the 99th so um Probably do the hundredth, and then we're going to go camera. Um, bring camera into the mix, uh, and then also, you currently don't do camera. No, no, no. We we very much like uh, RDX. Um, oh, okay. It's pretty much the same setup, really, straight through Discord. Um, yeah, cameras where it's at. You have to do Facts. camera. 
like yep. uh, I, yeah there's a couple of resistant people on the panel <laughs> um and they may not go camera and that's fine but i think it, i think we're just sort of at the time just put an animated shows. gif on them and just threaten them with it be like listen i'm gonna put some clown ass <laughs> crap on you every show <laughs> every have show one is, one is like princess and one is toady or something yeah, there exactly. you go. See, he's got him down. <laughs> it's listen. It's I think it's a, a better way to connect with your community yeah. when you're when you're on camera. So, Absolutely. I think that's yeah. a great idea. I'm excited about the rebranding. That's awesome. Yeah. So the name is going to go and everything. Oh, the name is going to be similar, but I'm not going to say oh, what so it is. The name's going to change. Things are yeah. gonna, so things are changing so, all around. So one thing we, and people name. may get up a little bit upset that we're removing a part of the name, but the reason <gasps> that we're going to remove it, you're dropping Xbox. Because, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the reason that we're <laughs> the reason that we're going to remove it is one, you can't copyright that shit. Two, we don't just talk about Xbox; we talk about the industry as a whole. We are always going to be Xbox centric. We are always in the Xbox community. That'll never change. And if you see my Twitter, you think I'm a certain way. But then if you actually speak to me, you'll see that I'm actually really even-handed when it comes to um, a lot of that. And, and and I have had some humongous, you know, like Destin just had a humongous disagreement with the community. I've had yep. like three or four of those. And mm. <laughs> sometimes I don't think like an an expert should. Um, Bad boy. So it, I guess I guess <laughs> having having Xbox in the in the the name sort of misrepresents who we are. Uh, I'll, I'll go on record and say that Pete disagrees with that. Pete's like, we, we should be keeping Xbox. And I'm like, well, we're not. <laughs> but he, he well, we know who's the true Pete. Xbox fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do call him Jedi Nay Peter sometimes. So it depends on what he's saying, you know? Oh, man, that's funny. So, Risk It, how do you view games now versus when you first started playing, like gaming? Hmm. Um, oh, that's a good question. So it's always been, no, that's not true. It has been central to my life for, for most of my life. Um, so when I was young, we were like dirt poor. I was born in a caravan. Um, you said a so caravan, guess, like a caravan yeah, trailer. Like trailer, really? trailer park trash. I was oh, born, nice. yeah, I was born in a trailer. I live in a trailer. Um, like physically <laughs> in the trailer? You were born in no, a trailer? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. In a okay, hospital okay. and then take it to the trailer. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, just want to make yeah. sure I clear the, <laughs> make it clear here. So real hill, hillbilly sort of stuff or what we call in uh, in Australia a bogan. Um, so we're like hmm. really poor or dirt poor. Um, and one Christmas we got now i don't know what came first like atari or commodore 64 but i'm pretty sure the um atari came first and then i did play pong remember playing pong on the paddle at friends houses we didn't have one of those but i played a bit of it because friend had it and we got a commodore 64 uh for christmas one year which must have absolutely killed my parents bank right so um then i started playing on that you know you'd put your tape in you'd wait half an hour to realize it hadn't loaded and it glitched out. So then you'd have to like wind the tape, you know, like get your yep. pen and like wind the tape in, <laughs> and put yep, it back yep, in, yep. wait another half an hour, and then you got Frogger. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, 
yeah so it was central when i was young when we got older um my mum got a pc for uh and we weren't really allowed to touch it but then that sort of loosened that rule loosened off so i was a little bit of pc gaming up until i was i don't know about 10 um and then we had the master system a friend of mine had the nest that was the original console wars like and they were the fun console wars man like people just get out of control these so like that yep. was like you'd give each other shit but then you'd go to each other's houses and you you would play the the games right so like yep. we play um i don't know how much i i can say some stuff but you know in those teenage years when you discover certain herbal, we'll call it the devil's lettuce, um, yep, you know, yep. you'd sit around with the devil's lettuce um, playing Mario cards, green shells only, red shells were not allowed to be used. You had to shoot the red shells into the wall. You'd finish up doing that for a bit. Then you'd go back, he'd come back over to my house and then we'd be playing Mortal Kombat um, because I had the, we, we called it the Sega um, Mega Drive. I think you guys called it Genesis. Um, yes. Right. Yeah, I had the Mega Drive. So, you, and, and you, but you'd always be giving each other shit about which system is better. It's just the one yep. that you owned was always going to be better, right? Because that's your purchase. Yep. You know, that's the one you that you made secretly. And shout out to Everborn. I was disappointed that I got a Sega, but oh, I, you know, it, it worked. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out for the best. Betrayal. <laughs> so when I guess when I, I was a real nerd up until I was about fourteen. And then my life significantly changed and I didn't have access to the kind of funds that you need to, to game. Uh, and I was in a bit of survival mode. So I, at that point, I wasn't really gaming. And you can sort of fast forward till I was about 19 to spend all those teen years up to stuff. And then I had my son um, when I was 20. Um, I didn't, nice. I wouldn't say I settled down, um, but that's when I got back into it. Um, and then I sort of started with the, I got back into it with the OG, the OG, uh, Xbox was 2001, right? Yep. Um, yeah. So I got, got that and I, I really haven't stopped since it's been pretty central to my life, all my life. And how is it different? Do you know, it's Xbox made it different. Because initially it was like a pastime that you had to kill a few hours or whatever. Now it's a community that you can hang out in. Um, you know, I have met people from probably, and you know, shout out to Dealer. Um, hopefully RDX come, comes back soon. Um, shout out to Dealer and, yep. and, and Colt and um, big podcasters like that because that's how I sort of met people in the community and I have hung out with people from all over the world. Um, I think Thimber, I don't know if Thimber's in chat. He's from Brazil. Um, you know, Timmy, it's Timmy. We hang out with him all the time. He's from the hey. UK. Um, Crispy, don't hang out with Crispy much, but he's uh, obviously from the US. Um, got over to FanFest and got to meet quite a lot of people, some industry people, which is really cool. So it's a real, it's a different, it's a different thing. Like it was at one time a pastime that I really enjoyed. Um and it's become more of a community that I enjoy, if that makes sense. So it went from, it basically went beyond the box to the community yeah. that the you're connection. now involved in. I feel that, man, 100%. All right. Now, we do be seeing some of your takes on these streets, right? So I see them. I know what's going on. My question to you 
is I'm gonna it's gonna be a question that we already know the answer to, but the rest of the question is what matters. So have you ever dealt with criticism or felt like a failure while while building your channel? And if so, how did it affect you? Ooh, have I ever dealt with criticism? Never. Everyone out there loves me. Um, no. So two-part question, two-part answer. So, yeah, dealt with criticism. And early on when I first started out, I, I did take not all of it, um, but occasionally I would take shit personally, definitely. Um. And you just a benign tweet can get you some like crazy to toxicity for no reason, just because of who you like, who you are. You're an expert. Um, yep. Then sometimes I wake up in the morning and choose violence on purpose. And I'm like, what is really going to piss them off today? <laughs> um, that doesn't mean that I, that I believe that doesn't mean that I fully like, I try to keep, my, it's it's a bit of a fine dance to like when you're playing around and being humorous and you've also got to try to keep yourself within within your beliefs but you can step just outside of them um because integrity is a pretty important thing to me so i don't ever want to say something i don't i completely don't believe but i also will push the bounds a little bit just to wind up um a specific subset of the community that seems to have an issue with me um and i i started that's when i sort of stopped taking it when i started to really have fun with it because initially it was dead serious um and then i was like man i'm just gonna have fun with these guys because these guys are just some of these guys are nuts like absolutely nuts um and i look i've had death threats i've had all sorts of stuff it's Jeez. um yeah i've had uh i've had people talking about my my daughter i've had uh all sorts oh. like crazy stuff um and this is the thing right so and i'll get on to the second part of the the thing in it this is the thing and i always it's really hard to do it's really hard to achieve because some people get personal but on twitter i try to keep it to a to a would i say this to this person's face no matter how big they were and how much i'm going to get my ass kicked because this is a little bit political and a little bit philosophical but i believe that when mostly men are having a conversation out there in the wild. There is always a threat of violence. That conversation could always turn and you could always end up in a bust up. That's almost a hundred percent true of every single conversation you have, maybe not at work, but almost every single conversation you have out in the wild. And so every man operates within that understanding, whether it's instinctive or you know it, uh, you know, as a fact, every man operates under that sort of that assumption. And so when I'm operating in Twitter, that is how I try to operate. Would I say this to this guy's face? Um, and would I be ready for the dust up if it happened? And, mm -hmm. and I think that that's how you should behave. And what you'll find for the most part is you will operate from a more respectful place or you'll be a little bit more shifty with your words, which is what I also like to do. Um, 
So that's how I sort of handle that, try to have fun with it. And I try to come from a respectful place and I try to, um, not always am I successful. No one is, but I try to. With the, <laughs> is this villain's, is this Brisket's villain arc story? <laughs> um, it's the redemption with arc. The, um, <laughs> with the, the show, just phrase that for me again. Have I ever been disappointed? Have you ever felt like a failure while building your channel? No, I haven't. And there's a reason for that. I have. So, sort of sliding into that question, I have felt like sometimes the community is against me and that can not be painful right because i'm a little bitch but it can be like a little bit upsetting right you can be like man i'm gonna swear a fair bit because i'm australian you'd be like man fuck this guy like i'm i've been supporting this guy you know this guy and this is what he does like you can have those moments and yep. and those moments you get to self-reflect and go is this me or is this something else so I always try to self-reflect there. And so I don't feel like a failure in that way. And with the podcast, I don't have any expectations. Um, the idea was always, was never to make money. Like I, there is money in the account that the, in, in the YouTube that goes in and I have never touched it um, for two reasons. One, there's tax reasons. I'm trying to get the tax sorted out because it's hard between Australia and the U S and two, I, I mean, it's not about that. So it's, it's not for me. There's no point at which I fail. I, I fail if I'm dishonest. So if I do not stand for what I believe uh, or I cowtail to the community because the community thinks that, you know, maybe there's an Xbox tax and there isn't one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, oh, like if I, if I cowtail, like I respected Destin's thing. Like I respected where he came from. He is probably not the dude to be talking about it. I agree with Alex on that, but I respect what he did. He believes something and regardless of whether he's going to lose subscribers or he was telling the truth, he was saying what he thinks. And I have to do that because the media won't do it. So that's what we're here for. Um, yep. so I've never been, I've never been disappointed. It, it does suck when you like lose subscribers. Like I had a week where I was off and we lost about, I lost about 10 subscribers and I was like, damn. Um, but I've never been, I've never felt like it's failed. It fails if I stop trying. Um, and yeah, I just, I never, yeah. I, my expectations are not to, to make money. My expectations are to be, um, part of the community and see if I can add some value. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any expectations really. It's just something that I like to do. So I do it. That's what's up, man. Listen, I think that that um, makes people feel like when they do tune in, that they're getting to talk to somebody or hear somebody talk to them. And then they talk back in the chat and it feels like they're talking to somebody real. Right. And I think that's the hardest part with what you see out here, um, because there's a lot of fake, fake people. Right. Who put on on shows and stuff for people as opposed to just being them. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that like me and Doodle, like we 
we've been since the beginning, since there was nobody to talk to in the chat, <laughs> you know, the, the same people, we were always ourselves. Like we don't like, no one's going to make us say, you know, be different. Right. I don't care who they are. So um, I think that goes a long way, man. And I think yeah. what's dope is when you see, you know, when you do start to build that community and there are people who, you know, want to be there for you or want to show up for you and want to chat with you and, and hear what you have to say and engage with you like, that, you know, I think that was the most shocking part of it for us because we didn't really know what that ever, like, you don't really know what that feels like until it happens to you, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's it's wild, but it's like once you have people who are feeling you and they talk to you and they enjoy what you're saying and they want to be a part of the conversation, like, that's, that's like a super dope feeling that, you know, it's, you know, you don't want to lose it, you know? Like, you like having it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And... Yeah, I mean, it's, I get you get DM messages from people, and they're like, I don't know, they think you're like some big YouTuber. I, I'm just not yeah, like some big shot. <laughs> people, are, they're like, yeah, but you are, and I'm like, no, I'm really not. Like, I'm just a, I'm just a guy sharing his thoughts with, um, whether you like him or not, um, with the Twitter community oh, and and the YouTube community and the community, you know, at large. At, yeah, I mean. It's it's the toxicity is a little bit crazy though. It is. I it's it's crazy that they've brought up like your daughter, right? In in these comments. It's so disrespectful and I love the fact that you said you you have this mindset where you're like, okay, would I say this to this person's face? Because at the end of the day, a lot of these people running their mouth wouldn't right and warriors. that's the problem and that's the mentality that should be there like if i'm going to start something i got to be willing to go through with it and to finish it right that's that's the point if not then i'm going to shut my mouth so that's the that's the, i think that's the thought process that everyone should have when they're out there running with it because a lot of a lot of the times these people would not dare say something like that to someone's face and that's that's the problem so i yeah. love that you do that um yeah so and i have a question go ahead sorry well i was gonna say the, a real simple like way to phrase that is attack the point not the man that's really simple like someone has a point you don't like attack the point like and do it intelligently and like it's nothing more fun than absolutely like especially with like someone like brap hey brap um like oh, dude, destroying I one of his points boy. like and I, I yeah i mean i've been on his like not on his show but in his chat and just completely tore apart one of his points and he did not like it and there's nothing more satisfying but i didn't get personal with the guy like you know like that's more satisfying if if, if, if that's what you want to do you want to be toxic be toxic that way because that way is make way more fun it's way more respectful and you know but yeah, I can't say though. I can't stand people who think that they're above you when they try to speak to you, as if they're some all-knowing God, and and they believe that if you don't think that, then you're just some thoughtless peasant. Like I'm good, my man. Oh, uh, I see Baff in the chat. He says Brap makes things personal. That's where he went with us, and see money let him have it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he tried to go after my doodle in the chat. In one of the comments and i had to go in on him my man knows where to find us over here if he wants to have more of a conversation with that <laughs> that shit ain't flying bro that shit ain't yeah. flying 
So, so go ahead. Doodle. So risk it. How do you balance your personal and your professional life? And do you have any tips or tricks for us when it comes to managing stress and maintaining our mental health in this crazy world that we live in? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> off the back of this morning, um, <laughs> I could say I don't do it well. Um, so my professional life requires me to fly in and fly out of work. So it is difficult. Um, I do sneak away to do the podcast once a week in my little room. It's sort of like a military base, but it's not military base, but it's like, if you can imagine that sort of setup, it's like that. Um, so, and I think everyone knows what I'm doing and they sort of let me away with it, which is cool. Um, nice. Balancing personal life's different is tough because I, my, she's not my wife, I'm not married, but my missus, she, um, she really doesn't understand this stuff at all in any way, shape, nor form. Um, but we, open dialogue, man, is just a, and it's the thing for everything. It is, I believe, the resolution to absolutely any problem that you have is just having an open dialogue um and try to stay out of your feelings when you when you have it um yeah i i still struggle with that one um do i have any tips i would not give people tips because i am no um aficionado when it comes to that balancing my 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 work my personal and and this youtube thing um but if you've got a sacrifice, if I've got to sacrifice one, I would have to sacrifice the YouTube thing, which I never want to. And I'm always seeking to make sure that it fits within my life um, because I'd never give up gaming. That ain't happening. Um, and I not giving up the family, obviously. So that ain't happening. So if one of the three is going to go, it's got to be the YouTube thing, which would be devastating because I love it. Um, but I would do it if I had to. Hopefully I don't. If you're listening, babe, I hope that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing is that in your relationship, you've been able to still do this, even though, you know, it's not necessarily um, something that she's into. And so that love is what drives that, right? Knowing that you enjoy this and she understands that you enjoy this and you know the things that she enjoys. And so that's what kind of... And that's why, we, you know, we appreciate you being here because we know that you could be literally doing anything else, anything else in the world. So we do appreciate you taking the time to come chat with us. So yeah. Absolutely. No, I love doing this stuff. Love doing this stuff. Um, I love getting on camera because I don't often get to as well. So that's, so people can actually see the me um because there's facial expressions that go along with the shit you say Thanks. and sometimes it gets lost right when you I might make a yeah. joke on xbox infinite and, and no one laughs because they didn't see the face that i pulled that goes with it so. <laughs> <laughs> that you still made like, no matter what even though nobody was looking at yes. you do it yeah <laughs> see yeah wasted expressions it's weird yeah. you don't just maybe i like, should get a camera yeah you know what I'm it's a great <laughs> idea you put on the Master Chief helmet. <laughs> it still, still works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, there you go. Let's end it over to it. 
<laughs> oh my god all right let me ask you this knowing what you know now would you do anything different when starting to build your channel um yeah tons tons of different stuff um probably so bill would would have been more consistent um i would have had a focus and i would have known what i really wanted to do because i'd already started the channel before i we started the podcast um and yeah i think i yeah would have been more consistent with what i wanted to do and 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 also been more consistent with videos which is what i'm trying to do you know at least try to get one out a month because that's doable for me um and probably taken like i got some good advice and from from you know from guys like dealer and um colt and that's tough and that i completely ignored right um and well what is it you can't bring up the advice and not share right? it with us now <laughs> um I, I honestly couldn't tell you because i've had i can't i cannot remember i know i ignored some advice that he that he Jones gave me and, and also nice. about moving within the community as well and what to be careful of and what not to be careful of and um you know what to look out for with people and who some people to look out no, for but what um, real quick hold on listen yes i feel please. like there's a, like an illuminati in, yes. the, in the youtube situation yo because i swear that's like so many everybody people is us. like yo yes you gotta you gotta watch out for certain people and but it's they, like okay cool ooh. who's those people <laughs> then, i don't know you just just watch out no one's it's like ooh. no one's telling you um <laughs> no one's no telling one. you so I don't think there's anybody. I think it's all it's told us. It's like it's like a trick. Thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like a, just to spook us out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, um, do tell. Yeah, there's people out there that are disingenuous, but you're gonna know who they are. Um, you'll figure it out. Like, yeah, see, learn on your there's own. People, <laughs> there's people. There's people out there that are that are that are really to be careful when you say this they're really in it for themselves um and not in it for everyone and those people reveal themselves pretty quickly um how long you have to deal with those people can be different depends on what sort of a situation you put yourself in so i mean you guys are pr pretty safe because you've you know it's you two and you, you obviously trust each other i would imagine um yeah. a little bit so you know you're good <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when it's you're putting kids, together we don't trust, <laughs> <laughs> always got to watch our backs. <laughs> we don't know what they're thinking. Um, <laughs> when you when you're putting together a group of people for a panel, you've got to be more careful about who you bring in because at that time, I was spending a lot of time in spaces as well, and there was a lot of spaces happening. Like at that time, there's a like uh, Umbra used to run spaces daily, um, and I would be in those, and I would be in different ones, and I would be in you know guys in the playstation community i've watched for a long time probably i joined in 2018 and just sort of watched the gaming community and occasionally participated under a different name but you would but not really participated much and so didn't learn you know there's some bad actors out there and, and you got to be careful of those guys but as well there's seo stuff that like that i just did not do from day one and that you have to do um 
so when it comes, you guys know what SEO is, obviously. And if you guys don't know the chat, SEO is um, search engine optimization. Um, I don't know what those things you, are that we're supposed to be doing that we're probably not, but that's yes. Yeah, so all the stuff, your tags, your title needs to match your description. Your description needs to match your tags. You know, you need to just your thumbnail needs to do certain things and just all that stuff. You can get you get advice from a lots lots of different people. Uh, Zemi Games is a uh, he sort of dips in and out of the community. I don't know where he's been for the last couple of months, but he was really good with SEO because he's in the marketing. So that stuff I would have done from the start. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess just listen to the bigger guys on, on the stuff that they do. Um, you know, and as well, when it comes to community, like there's people in the community that I don't get along with, right? Some, I'm sure some people could figure that out, figure out which ones it is I don't get along with. Um, why that is, I don't know, but like, that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with like not gelling with everyone. Everybody there's has to be friends. Wrong with exactly. That. Yeah. We, we don't all have to hang out. Um, but when we, but again, you get to try to be as respectful as possible. Um, yeah. And I, I would have been, I was fucking toxic when I started. <laughs> I was really bad. Um, and like I would jackhammer my point home with no eloquence at all. Um, and that was just not the way. So yeah, I sort of learnt, I'd learnt because no one knows how to behave on social media. It's something they're always like starting to, you know, learn to deal with. So you'll notice a big difference between now what and what I used to do back when I like, I don't know, had 200 followers. Um, and never thought any of this shit would come back to bite me, but like people keep receipts and things will come back to bite you. <laughs> so that's, a, just, that's the wild thing. Yeah. Know that if you're like got 50 followers on Twitter, one day you might be at like 10,000 or you might be at 20,000 and you say, you said some shit back then someone has screen capped that and they will keep it for all eternity. And they will, they will always bring it back. It's like, do they have folders for everyone they do this for? Like how, <laughs> how organized are they to be able to pull these things from so far long ago? Yo? I don't know. And I like you, like I've had interactions with some of the PlayStation guys that go, but like most of them had me blocked. And then recently they've been unblocking me, which is weird. I don't like uh -oh. it. Um, they're they're but, feeling like you're not a threat. Like you're part of them. Oh my God. <laughs> Risk it. I don't know why. Is that they're the doing name it. change you're going to be doing? Like <laughs> is it going to be Pony Infinite me, <laughs> podcast? Red, Red Dragon <laughs> had me blocked for ages and then he unblocked me. Um, and then KJN had me blocked. Like a lot of guys had me blocked and now they've unblocked me. And I don't know. I don't know like, what's going on, but they've started edge. unblocking me. You're losing your edge. Yeah. You're not threatening anymore to them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should get more toxic. Yeah, uh, you got to throw a little, got a little screw the ponies in there every once in a while. They'd be like, oh, man, now he's the same old to block him again. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Oh, I do. They, oh, yeah. They're never going to, they're never, being that community are probably never going to get along. Um, That's hilarious. I mean, but like, like one of the worst i think over on that in that camp is salty and i've had him on the show and we do occasionally talk in the background and i know that he's not liked and people don't like him but i also think he's a bit of a grifter right so he's someone who will just not believe what he's saying and be and say it hard and then just to get the reaction uh, look I, I know what he's doing so like it doesn't he, it doesn't trigger me at all, but I just see people getting so triggered and I'm like, man, just ignore that shit. Like he, he probably doesn't even believe it. 
Like, and that's that's what's the worst pony I've interacted with? Risk it for the biscuit. Ooh. The worst one. Get the one I like the least. Oh, um, to be honest, KJN. I really don't like that guy. Like, I don't even know who that is. He is. Uh, I really don't like that guy. <laughs> he is like I don't even mind Brap because Brap like is funny. He, he like he thinks he's got like a massively great point, and then he just mm-hmm. tear it apart, and <laughs> yep, nope. and then he gets angry about it, and then he starts getting personal, and you're like, "Wicked, I won. Thanks for the chat. Catch you later." <laughs> um, but yeah, KJN just like he's a guy that keeps receipts from like you know three years ago. We'll bring him up, and you're like, "God, dude, come on! It's three years ago. I'm totally different. Totally different now." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's funny because I feel like that's the one thing with us that, like, it seems I feel like some of you guys, like, I remember when Mav was on and he was telling us a story, and like, like you're kind of echoing some of this stuff. It's like where you guys started this channel, and then you kind of like got in, like, you basically started your channel, and you were in this community that is here now pretty much and you've just been rocking with them and growing with them where i feel like we like i i didn't i never went into youtube as a like let me find xbox podcast right like i only was surface level like i i watched boom um i watched dealer um and kind of funny that was pretty much mm-hmm. like that's it. But I never dug deep into it. So it's not like, like I was, I always drove in the car listening to these things. So I never looked at names. Like I, I had no idea who anybody was outside of the show and the fact that they were talking Xbox at some point. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And when I say kind of funny, I mean, Xcast. Um, but um, the point is, is like, once we started our channel, we were nowhere even near this community. Like we were just out in the wastelands making <laughs> making these podcasts <laughs> to the most random people in the world like i remember the beginning like we just had like these random kids who would come into our our chat and they would just talk like they would think doodle was like their mother and shit. like it was crazy um and it's like there was no there was nothing there um and then you know that's when i ended up reaching out to boom and got on the show and then so now I've now like me and Doodle have been starting to see the community that was kind of just right under there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah, the, like just so much it was just covered more that we than didn't know. We know as yes, well because there's it so keeps on many. tapping. Literally, know? like every time we find like new voices that, you know, we didn't know, like, you know, we've been rocking with, you know, boom and then that kind of brought it out and, and you know, we're doing her him and the guest, which brings us to a lot more people that we didn't really you know hang out with until till the show and then you know we hear different voices like new legal out there repping xbox on the other side and i'm like oh man i didn't even know that was there like there's so many there's so many people who are doing this and it's like it's like i don't even watch anything mainstream anymore like i don't watch any of the mainstream stuff if i'm if i'm watching anything i'm watching one of our people out here you know like one of one of the community because it's not even like it's not even worth it. Like they're so fake out there. Like they're it, it's 
it's all nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Even the ones that seem real, they're not. They're all they all have this big boss who's making sure that they don't step too far out of the line, right? No matter what, it's it's just the way it is. I must yeah, be I mean, there is the real talk. There is some there is some like so like a lot of people give especially guys and like all these guys in the chat, I know all these names. Um yeah, almost all. I mean, Talos is from Australia. Powerboss. Don't know where he's from, but I know he's now. I know Crispy well. Um, I know all these guys. Um, but Paris, is, and, the, and a lot of these guys might disagree, is pretty genuine. And he will say what he thinks. Um, Destin is another one who he will say what he thinks. Um, and just because this is someone always tries to tear apart someone's like point. Pick the click. I know you too. Um, they might try to tear apart where his point comes from, you know, like, so like with Destin recently, like your, I, with IGN, blah, 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 blah. I am, I am almost 100% sure as sure as anyone can be that what, where he was coming from, what he was saying was genuine for his experience and his perception of how things Ah, same with Paris. Doesn't mean I don't agree with Destin and and but I can respect that they're being genuine. So there is a couple of bigger guys in the command. There's also the other the other side of like where they just come out with some really random Xbox um slander for no reason, and you're like, Aren't you on the Xbox podcast? Like for mm -hmm. IGN? Why would you say that? Um <laughs> I don't know. It's it makes no that sense. That show got stripped from his Xbox gamers for sure. It got stripped. Up. Yeah, I th there's nobody in there who's real Xbox. Even Ryan, he doesn't even know what he is anymore. <laughs> he has no clue. Yeah, again, Ryan has some. I don't know. I think what Ryan says is genuine, but I, I again, I don't agree. Well, you know, if you well, you saw talk... that post he put up today. No. Oh, oh, that's right, because you were sleeping. All right. No, well, I didn't. After the show, go watch. Don't do it now, because just after the show, go look and you'll see why this, the, the saga continues with my man. Just say it. Um, yeah, I know he's made a lot of faux pas, but but things, but um, yeah, Snow Black Mike. I don't think he could be. I don't think it's in him to be disingenuous, Crispy. Yeah, I think um, Snow Black is real. Although he did promise to come on Xbox Infinite, and if you're listening, Snowbike, I'm still waiting for that response. Um, and if you're listening, but... Snowbike, then you might as well come to our show too, since you're listening <laughs> to it. All right. <laughs> um, but I think guys like that, you've just got to be, you've got to be, um, listen to all of it. Like I, I will go hide in some PlayStation shows and listen to what they're saying, because um, different perspective, different. Um, they're coming from a, they're perceiving the world in a very very different way to reality no to um to every to, to xbox guys and <laughs> you know some of that stuff's valid and some of it's not and you get to sort of pick out what you think is is probably valid and coming from a genuine place and what's not so but i absolutely agree like yeah it's the the community is absolutely amazing to come through the guys that come through and support us every week have been um just crazy and yeah like we wouldn't be anything without without them like they the guys in the chat is what makes the show so you know like and i often forget to thank them because i'm just in my mode of like doing the show or whatever and i need to do that more um but, but him, saying, i agree with that it's very possible to be a genuinely a moron sometimes yeah it, it is absolutely true um 
and Mav's another one yes. that like is 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 cool in the community as well. Um, we don't interact heaps, me and Mav, um, except for in like not on Twitter a lot, um, but except for in. But yeah, Mav's great. Um, love Mav. Mav's another one that'll tell you what he thinks. Even even we had disagreements over awesome. Halo Infinite. Yeah, um, I, I had him on the show, and we we had different differing opinions about you know what was going on with Halo, and I was like really hating Bonnie Ross. I was on a Bonnie Ross hate trip. Uh, I sort of feel a little bit bad about it now, but um, but I also feel like I was right. Um, <laughs> and you know, and it's good that we can have these disagreements. I guess where I'm going to is is a lot of the times you see the chat attack someone or attack them because they don't agree with. The, the point but like understand that that's their genuine if that's their genuine thoughts like that that's that's it's not someone to attack them over like you can have a go at the point attack the point not the man um but yeah it's hard it's it, it is can be hard to tell he's being genuine like you look at reforge gaming and that dude is so full of shit it's dribbling out of his ears like it's he is unbelievably he he saw a uh uh, like a gap in the market or a, a little niche and he attacked the niche and that's what he's doing. And that's not genuine. And then I've said it to him and he f finally blocked me. And, and there's a lot of stuff that people, I've actually defended the guy because a lot of the stuff that happened in his past is absolutely 110%. A lot of it's not, not actually true. If you research it, I'll never have a go at someone for something that's happened in their past like that, unless I know it's true and I'll research to find out whether it's true. I would have, I would have gone at him if it was and it wasn't. Um, but that dude just plays the community like the PlayStation community like a fiddle, and they just eat that shit up. And it's it's it, that sort of shit is sad because that's what happens in the media, and that's why we're here, and that's why YouTube has become so big, is because where you can come to find genuine people. And when you've got bad actors like that guy, that pisses me off. I don't. I, there should be a way to excommunicate that guy out of the community somehow. Well, Sorry, that's, that's, I mean, that's honestly though, but that's like the big deal, right? Like that's what makes the difference. Like, that's why I say I won't watch the big stuff anymore because you don't know, right? You can feel like they're being genuine, but you just it, it, don't that's, know. That's also perspective, right? Like that you can feel that, but I may not feel the same thing you do. I may not see what you're seeing and you may not see what I'm seeing to feel the way that I do. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah i just think i just think we have there's enough of like we don't need the, like this is the thing i think at some point you know maybe we weren't so exposed to the news and it was like oh man what what do they think that's so great to find out what they think about the news right it's like who gives a shit what they think about the news you know say like i'd much rather listen to people that are are I, I, that i can interact with right people that i can actually chat mm -hmm. with talk to have them on your show let's see what you think about this right and yeah that's where you have your conversations and if they don't they don't line up right or match perfectly it doesn't matter because it's still good conversation and you respect each other and that's dope but like this putting these people on a pedestal up there where they're like oh they're they're in the media so they have like this badge that they get to wear mm -hmm. and they get to go to these events and do these things and like it's like you know what that's all right i'm good I'd rather put my support where the people who would benefit from the support than, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you do see people get led around by the nose. Um, yeah. Just remembering you and Paris, didn't you, Paris? You guys were on um, Case show. show and you guys were having a heated discussion. So that was good. 
I mean, yeah. that to his yeah. credit, like you guys disagree, but like that to his credit, he came on the show and he had the disagreement. Like he had the, the, the back, like you will not see. And like Destin won't even do that. Dude won't even respond to me. And I had some good points, but, but like, you won't see a lot of these bigger guys come onto the show and like have, have at it um, and, and defend their point. You know what I mean? And they don't have to. But when you see someone do that, I respect that like greatly. I, I look, I have met Paris in person. He is a good dude. I like, I do like Paris. Um, and I do think he's genuine. I don't think he's definitely not right all the time though. And I think some of these people um, in the media, like they are also colored by what they're doing, like their, you know, their job and the people they meet. And they, it's, it's, it, I don't want to say warps their perception, but they have a different perception than we do because yep. we're always looking from the outside in and they're, I guess, from the inside, they're looking out <laughs> like, you know, I mean, and that goes to this Xbox tax stuff that I'm sure we'll get to. I don't want to go too much into that. I mean, mm. the media has their own agenda too. And so that's where the issues come in, right? It has nothing to do with the person, but the person and what they feel is also linked to where they work right and it doesn't mm -hmm. make them a bad person but at, it comes right back to what you said right being able to say what you mean to someone right so the fact of the matter is yes they did have a conversation and what Simani was trying to say he went ahead and said to Paris and what Paris had to say to see money he said to see money and that conversation was had and at the end of the day that's the point to keep it real Mm -hmm. You know, a yeah, lot of people change, like you said, when, you know, there's a difference between writing something and being in front of someone. And if that changes, then that's the situation. So what is something that mm -hmm. you are passionate about, but most people don't know? I used to be passionate about, but I can't do it anymore. But surfing, I used to surf flat out. Um, surf? Were you like good at it or did you just do it? You know what I'm saying? Like were you um were you a talented I surfer was, or were you like happy to that you stood up? <laughs> I was not pro. Um, but yeah, I guess the biggest surf I used to feel comfortable in would have been about nine foot. So yeah, I could I can surf. I could surf. Um can hold and that's my breath just like that's just like standing up on the board and having that water that can just crash on Swallow you, you to take you off into the like, into the unknown. Yeah, yeah we that's call it we call that getting getting barreled or getting shacked yeah man uh, barrels are like what you're chasing like all the time you always want a barrel Lovely. there's nothing quite like there's nothing like that feeling of being spat out of a barrel um it's uh and i always say to people it's the loudest quiet you will ever experience because it's loud when you're in there but it's also um weirdly peaceful yeah it's it's you can't you can't describe it it's just and it's also one of those things bit like gaming that you can't teach someone like you see these guys teaching people and you, you can teach them the basics but you cannot teach someone that is purely you versus nature and that is just purely you versus the world like it, yeah you're just out there by yourself um trying to get barreled like yeah it's it, i used to love it i can't do it anymore because um Pause. obviously did my <laughs> Get, I obviously did my back, so it's just I can't, can't do it. But my garage is like stacked up with surfboards and surf gear and spider webs all over them. 
Uh, yep, lethal sliders. Is that something that is is prevalent in Australia? Like, are there a lot of surfing spots or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, but it's not like every Aussie is a surfer. Um, no, but I just mean like the beaches over there. Like, I feel like you, like oh, yeah. not every beach is going to have those waves. You know what I'm saying? That. Yeah, that and it also surf. gets like, it gets really tribal. Um, just like video games gets really, really? tribal, but more. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What? My beach is my beach, and it ain't your beach. And you get get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, I Are mean, crap that's me? what. That's what. See if I can get into the camera. There we go. That's what that is. That's a. So is that a surf gang? That's my. That's our break. So, yeah, it used to yeah. be uh, the breaks changed and the the tribalism's like a lot different. It used to be worse back then, um, but it's it, it now it's more friendly. It wasn't very friendly back then. <laughs> and so many images pop into my head of like what the what it used to be <laughs> and then like what it is now. I'm not going to say it, but it's just so funny in my head. I can just imagine how things have changed with the way the world. Yeah, is. well, they shut they shut our break down for about seven years because um, our break was also on that break. There was a couple of pubs at a club. Um, <laughs> just read numbers uh, uh chat um there was a couple of there there was a, uh, a stabbing that wasn't lethal it was almost lethal um so they shut down like the whole break um and sort of dissipated everyone that's sort of what happened we all sort of went our separate ways so um drive by on a surfboard is crazy surfboard. yeah <laughs> yeah no that's the thing we never this it's very different i guess australia and us is like we use these um <laughs> and mm. and the US um has some equipment. Yeah, pew pews, pew pews. <laughs> oh um God. but yeah, I won't go too much into that, but I was pretty I was pretty passionate. Like yeah, so I would yeah, I'd get up at man, I'd wake up at like 3 a.m., get my shit together, jump in the car, drive to the nearest break, surf for like three, four hours, then I would go to work, and then in my break I would go back out and surf and then um work go home play video games and then do it all again the next day like that was my life for a long time it's a good there's a good life sort of miss yeah i do miss I, I it is sad for me that i had a physical injury that prohibits me from doing that and and it also makes it, it it's something i can't now pass on to my kids so oh yes and i really want to but I just can't, I can't do it. So the only thing I can, and again, it's not something you can teach, but it's something that you can be there with your kids doing and they learn it themselves. You give them tips and stuff, but, yeah. but if you can't do that, then you can't teach them to, to surf or teach them the love of it. Um, yeah. yeah, there is a lot of sharks. That's true. Tell us. Yeah. There's been a lot of shark attacks lately. That is true. Well, listen, things happen for a reason. You never know, right? You're back when now and you can't surf anymore. But maybe like, you would have gotten eaten by a shark. It would have, yeah, it could have been. You would have risked your last biscuit. <laughs> it would have been done. It could have been worse. <laughs> it could have definitely been worse. No, man. All right. So let me ask you this What is the most valuable lesson that you ever learned? And who? taught it to you um it's a good lesson i don't know if i've learned it 
but I try to I try to implement it. Um, it is you don't have to react, um, which is a great lesson. Excuse me. Um, yeah, like <laughs> who taught it to me? Jesus, I won't say he taught it to me because it was in a like a really sort of bad sort of time, and I was pretty young. But someone just off. I don't think he was a real wise dude either, to be honest. But it was just off the cuff. Something that he said was, "You don't have to react," and that made complete sense to me. I was like, because the referee never sees the first aggression, right? They yeah. always see the retaliation. So, <laughs> and I was always the guy getting called for the retaliation. And so it was just, it's a good lesson. You just do not have to react. And you don't have to react at all. You don't have to react immediately. Yeah, you, you, you can choose what your reaction is doesn't have to be an expected reaction. So a lot of people will react in a way because they well, like say someone insults you and it's in a group of people. And then like, you feel you need to react because, um, you know, they've damaged your honor or some shit. Like you don't have to react at all. And it doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Like nothing means anything unless you give it meaning. Right. So you don't have to react just because you didn't knock the guy out. That doesn't mean that you was you were scared. You know what I mean? Which is, you know, I like guys guys would have that that you know feeling, I guess. But you just don't have to, and it means shit. Like, yeah, you don't always have to react. I guess that's the best lesson I've ever tried to implement. I won't say it's always something I succeed in doing. <laughs> that's the best lesson you've ever tried to learn. Note it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. All right, my doodle, go ahead, baby. What is something that you're really bad at, but enjoy doing anyways? I'll wait for the chat to make their comments. Um, <laughs> um, what, what someone's going to say gaming. I know Umbra's still in there and he's like typing right now. He's like gaming. Um, That's funny. What am I bad at? Shit, man. I don't, I'm hyper, I'm hyper competitive. So if I can't do it well, I don't want to do it. Um, what am I bad at? Whew. Christ. I don't do anything. I'm not good at. Hmm. I'm sure Umbra's halo. <laughs> I knew someone would say it. Um, Gaming. Yeah, there you go. Umbra's in there with the gaming. Um, I don't know. I suppose that's a question for everyone around me, I guess. Uh, oh, something I'm really bad at is is um, relinquishing control of things. Um, I don't enjoy doing it, but I'm really also really bad at it. Because um, I feel like I can always do it the way that I want it done or or, or can do it better. <laughs> maps like everything i do i'm great at it's not what i mean i just don't do anything that i'm bad at because um yeah relinquishing control of anything i i suck at absolutely suck at it takes a lot for me to trust someone um to do something for me that i find him that i have importance 
or hold importance to. Yeah. Tough question. Now. All right. Let me ask you. What is the most important thing that you want people to know about you? I'm good at everything. No, um, <laughs> everything yeah, I do. Look at the camera. I thought you were going to say something like profound. I don't know what happened. You looked. I was like, oh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Uh, I would say, I would say that I, that I wanted everyone to know. I'd like to be thought of as honest. Um, no one's completely honest. People like, like, do I look good in this, babe? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, no one's completely honest. Let's let's be honest, right? But oh my god, I. Like, if I'm not kidding around, if I'm kidding around, then I'm kidding around. But if I'm being deadly serious about something, I, I, I will always speak my mind. Um, yeah. So if you get, if something's coming out, if I'm saying something, that doesn't mean I can't have my mind changed. I think a lot of people have this thing about being wrong. Um, you know, like, I cannot be wrong or someone proved me wrong. Like, there's some guys in the community that have this thing that's like, oh, he was wrong about something. I give a fuck. Like, if I was wrong, I'd be like, yeah, I was wrong. Like, cool. But did I speak my mind then and, and was I honest? And yeah, so I think, <laughs> yeah, I hope she's, she won't be listening, Mav, so I'm pretty safe. But yeah, I just think like like some people will, 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 will look at other people and think like they're full of shit. So, and I don't, I would not like people, to, if you're going to think something about me that's negative, I would like you to think something that's true. Um, like I, haven't shaved for like a fucking month that's true um but i mean you newborn you can give me some slack there um but yeah i would say that I, if people know something's coming out of my mouth then it's because i mean it, it's true yeah all that Ooh. what is something that you regret doing or not doing in your life and how did it or does it affect you <laughs> oh there's a lot of things <laughs> there's a lot of things this show is going to go on for quite a while if i go through <laughs> all of them um not doing or doing so i've it's not really something I did. It's just a time I regret because I can't get it back. Uh, so I had, <laughs> I do regret not meeting Bushido in real life and you never gave me the address, man. I feel like there's something sketchy going on there. Um, but I regret a time. In my, my son is, he's now 22, my oldest. Um, and I had a, a disagreement over the phone with his mother. Um, and not justly, very unjustly, she put a, what we call a VRO, um, which is a violent restraining order. Um, she had no reason to ever put that on me. Um, but her lawyer put that on me and I wasn't able to see my son for about a year and a half. So I had to fight Jesus. fucking tooth and nail to get 
to get access to my son. Um, and I regret, I regret the time that I lost because it's really important as a father. And you know this because you got you guys got six kids and and but as a father that there is a time in your children's life that is like absolutely crucial to form the bond and for fathers it's probably not when they're um, newborns or really young and as a father this is getting true and real deep this is not about gaming but as a father like you see um and this is there's sort of uh studies done about this as a father you, you feel like that newborn is sort of an intruder it's 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 a feeling you have you're happy that they're there it's not a bad thing but your life changes dramatically after the like fourth time probably not so much right see money but no but like uh, every time same, same every time, every time. <laughs> um <laughs> like what has happened no but there's a there's a point as a father and I think that age for me, and it may be different for every every father, but I think for me, it's around about, you know, one and a half sort of coming into two, which is where I lost, it. he was 10 months. So I missed that massive chunk. And that's where you really form that bond. And yeah, I regret not being able to do that. Um, we we that picked sucks. up, you know, we picked up, uh, we had, it took him took him probably till he was about 14 to like properly trust me because the stuff that he had been told was not true um but he hadn't been able to figure that out until he got to a certain age and went oh this stuff that i've been told is not actually true um you know which is a moment um a really good moment i actually sat him down and had a conversation with him and he was he ended up in tears I'm like, I'm not, you know, not because I was yelling at him or anything. Um, it might have, it might have had to do with the beating. I don't know. No, it wasn't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and he sort of realized that, Hey, this is, but, but from that point until he was about 14, we weren't close because of that one to two years where we couldn't form that bond and he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't form that bond. Um, and so that's a really important time and I really regret. And what happened was I spat it about not having him for Christmas because it was my Christmas and I fucking spat the dummy and I did yell at her. Um, and then she hung up and next thing I know I've got, I'm slapped with a VRO. Um, and then I, because of that reaction where I didn't have to react and I shouldn't have, I lost a good year and a half, two years of his life. So I regret that. That sucks, man. That sucks. Like I had, it's funny because you and I had a kid at the same time. I was 20 when I had my son. He's 17 now, or he's going to be 17 soon. Um, and I couldn't imagine. I can't even imagine that, dude. Like I'm freaking out with the idea that he's going to be <laughs> leaving soon if he wants to, you know what I'm saying? Like if he, <laughs> like that just freaks me out. You know what I'm saying? The idea that he's going to go at some point. Um, yeah, so I get... can feel that, man. You get a limited time to prepare them for the world and not just prepare them for the world, but teach them how to see the world in a way that's beneficial to them. You get a really limited time to do that. And I guess I was lucky with him that his, whilst his mum was 
not the greatest to me. She was really good to him. So I was lucky there. Um, yeah. And it's always tough to, to sort of let them go out into the world, not knowing how they're going to go. Cause there's yeah. a lot of people that don't, that don't make it. And there's a lot of people that do make it and you don't know which one they're going to be <laughs> until they get out there and start doing their own thing. Um, and there's a lot of things that can them off track, you know, and, and, and you just hope you've taught them enough made them strong enough and that they have the personality to, 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 to succeed, you know, in whatever that means to them. Yeah. Now you, you talked about your son now, is it, I know you just had this, your other baby now. So is, is it just two that you have, you have your, your eldest and then you have this one. Five. five. Okay, cool. So you're, <laughs> yeah, you're part of the gang. You're part of yeah. the gang. Yeah. Nice. I got, you just gotta um, have one more. Knock, knock her up. No, definitely so not. That's, that's it. <laughs> you need six. You need an even um, number. You know what I'm saying? That's all. <laughs> I, yeah, I got, uh, I got an eldest boy. Uh, I got a young boy. He's two. And then the girls, uh, she's like three weeks now, three, four weeks. Um, and then the other two girls are like 10 and 14. So yeah, not all, they don't all live with me. Um, I got around. Mm. Um, but <laughs> around I got around and around <laughs> um but five um, times around or do we share oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i see i was i was married and i i got divorced and um she's great she's great with the girls and nice. um yeah definitely stay away from the devil's lettuce that's um it's no good <laughs> teach him that one lettuce. Lettuce. that's great that's great all right so Let's see. All right. So let me ask you this one here. What are some of like the movies or shows that you enjoy and recommend? I don't really watch. I don't watch any um, TV. I game almost. Seems like a lot of people. I think we're going to kill that that question because I feel like a lot of people have moved away from watching anything or playing uh or yeah yeah i would recommend extraction like that is a wicked that is an awesome movie love that movie with uh thor god what's his name he's an oh oh, on netflix the netflix movie yeah they just made a part two. yeah love yeah yeah i haven't i haven't watched the second one but the first one i don't think we saw the second one the first one was dope yeah yeah the way he like reloads his guns and stuff i'm like this is all action this is this is epic this is what um and and what's that tom cruise maverick is it maverick yeah that because yeah, I thought good. I thought we were gonna see some like you know like Disney style we're gonna do some weird stuff like Spider-Man 2 we're gonna have some weird stuff not weird stuff but you know what I mean like stuff yep, yep. that's in there that doesn't need to be in there it's just in there so that we can tick this box and we can tick this box and I hate that shit man like if it makes sense put it in if it doesn't make sense like just fucking leave it out but um, it didn't have any of that. It was like an '80s Tom Cruise testosterone flying planes. Like I was like, "This is yep, this is it. like and funny moments, like humor. It was great. It was great. I love that. That was fantastic. Yeah, was That's really great movie. Games. Jesus, man, Ocarina of Time. That game was like the absolute shit when it came out. Like, how good was that game? Like, yeah, it was so good, man. I just remember playing this going, like, wow. 
You know, when was the last time a Nintendo game wowed people? This is the you're in the game of the year with graphics that look like they're from the fucking 1980s. But but like <laughs> like it it was graphically like wow. The gameplay was the mechanics were like different. It was something new. Man, that that game was like Ocarina of Time is is fantastic. There's so many games that I that I absolutely love for different re- reasons. But that game had the story, had the mechanics, had the graphics. Like it was absolutely everything in that game. Um, and so I think it's still the highest rated game on Metacritic to this time. And I think deservedly, um, definitely best Xbox game of all time, Brute Force. No, um, I'd love to see him bring that back though. Um, best X, it's got to be Gears, man. How good was that? Like when they first released it, the fir- and the, 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 and I was a big Battlefield guy and COD guy at that time too. And I was like, so I didn't buy many other games outside of that. But the trailer um, that with that World slow trailer. song. Yeah, that Mad, Mad World. World. That's, oh man. I was like, oh, I'm getting this game. That is the best Loved trailer it. of all time, for sure. Yeah, for we sure. don't see that Xbox. Like what happened to that? I mean, it I don't was know. So they did stable. a dope ass, the ABK yeah. trailer that oh, they that came out awesome. with when they bought them and good. closed that deal. That was good. That was peak. Um, that was peak. And then what PC gamers said, capitalism, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and yeah, yeah. The, you see the Xbox tax. Um, but yeah, Gears, man, Ocarina. And yeah, movies, there's just so, there's so many classic movies I go back that are awesome. But I really watch a sort of exclusively game. Whenever I have spare time, I'm gaming on my portal. Thanks. No, I'm kidding. Not on the portal. No. <laughs> That's the only criteria here. You can't have a portal. Uh, <laughs> if you have a portal, you got to get out of display. I'm good. Oh, man. What so a waste what of hardware. What are some of the things that make you happy or grateful in your life? Oh, your kids always, right? You know, they do cute stuff. Uh, you know, they say any word or um, do something different or they surprise you. The devil's spinach. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, mostly my kids. Um, you know, gaming as well when you have a good session with the guys. Absolutely. But yeah, those those things that you really will remember. Yeah, anything, kids. You know, when you spend time, we get you get a chance to spend some quality time. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely the kids. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. All right. Well, that was the more, I don't know, I would say the heavy question area, right? So we okay. got, got deep, got to see a little who risk it is. That's good, man. That was good. All right. Now we got some fun questions. All right. Fun questions before we get to the rapid fire. Okay. So first question, if you could travel back in time, and meet one historical figure, who would it be and why? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, any mad philosopher, like Aristotle or Plato or, like, anyone you could sit down and have, like, a really political... Because I do like to delve into political, uh, like conversations, which is really hard to do these days, especially with Americans. 
Um, yeah. But guys are also polarized. It's like, oh, you like that? Well, I hate you. <laughs> um, um, yeah, anyone, any, any, like, yeah, Aristotle or Plato, go back and talk to them. Or go back and make fun of Napoleon. That would be cool. Um, make fun of Napoleon. You know what I mean? Right. Like walk around with the like, you must be this tall to ride this, and then just put it next to him everywhere he goes. Like just. You don't think he had somebody guy. already who was doing that to him before he got? <laughs> that would be somebody awesome. who was just giving him shit his whole life, and that's why he got all mad. Or hanging out with um, hanging out with Harrison Ford. That dude is just the essence of cool. He's a grumpy old man. Harrison Ford, like now at like ninety nine, or like when he was in his prime. In his prime, and then like now, because he's like the grumpiest dude. He would probably tell me to get out of his house. Like you win a competition to hang out with Harrison Ford for a day. He's with you for five minutes. He's like, "Yep, that's that's enough." How'd he go? Get out. (laughs) We need competition. I I love that that he's. I love that he's grumpy. Uh, I love that. Um, Sure. Yeah, but anyone, there is an Eastern philosopher, and I forget his name, but he was around in the 70s. I think he's um, passed away, but he's also really, really good. I wouldn't mind hanging out with him, too, just shooting the shit, seeing what he thinks about stuff. Well, I mean, he's probably recorded all that stuff, so I could read it, but it's always nice to hear it from them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you had to choose one superpower, what would it be, and how would you use it? Oh, I cannot answer that question. Okay, I can answer half of that question. Invisibility, and that's all I'm saying. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And chat go well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. That's the first thing that came to mind, so I'm going to stick with it. Invisibility, and for oh, reasons, most definitely be rich. I can tell you that. Um, so you were robbing everybody would... invisibly, <laughs> absolutely blind. Yeah, but only corporations. You know, no, no, no people. Well, let me ask you a question: um, How is being invisible going to help you? Like, are you are you planning to walk into a bank and leaving with money bags, or are you going to go? Because <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be they're invisible. See you know what I'm bag. saying? Like, this is going to be like, why are there bags floating? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't think oh. the power through. <laughs> No, I didn't think it's true. Yeah, you're right. You're Unless right. you got some hacker skills and you can sneak into like these buildings, it's all digital, my man. <laughs> or maybe, maybe uh, everything Superman has. So you're gonna be so strength, Superman. flying, all that stuff. All the powers. But that's not one power. <laughs> that's multiple <laughs> powers. <laughs> Superman is not uh, a power. He's a person who has all, all the powers. He wants it all. What's the- uh what's the best he's like how am i gonna steal this money (laughs) (laughs) strength 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 (laughs) laser eyes so i can (laughs) so i can just rip the bank door off take all the money and just stiff arm anyone that comes at me it's like nope 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 mine mine if you're not invisible Um, they can see you so the cameras will know who you are even better even better um the ability to see into the future there you go and then I'd be straight to the casino. That's that's better, right? Because you're not you're not stealing, even if it's a corporation. You know, you're not stealing anything. You're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. You, well, you just, listen for no. the stock market. You mean? Yeah, stock market. That might be a better one. That might be a better one than the casino. 
<laughs> I can dodge that bus that maybe hits me one day. Whatever, you know, whatever it is. There you go. Do you say that Mazda? That's a good one. I like. That. I like that. Nice, nice. All right, all right. Oh my god. All right. If you had to sing a duet with any singer, who would you choose, and what song would you sing? Uh, not Umbra. Nah. Um, <laughs> um, we start with the singer. All right. <laughs> oh. uh, Frank Sinatra and My Way. Ooh, Ooh, oh, great song. That's great singer. An amazing pick. Holy yes. crap. Oh, how yeah. come no one said that, that yet? Was that perfect. was awesome. Yes. You win yeah. the best Crazy. answer to that question yeah. ever. Look at the umbra <laughs> popped out of nowhere. He's like Candyman. You just say his name, boof, he pops up. <laughs> so if you can swap places with any celebrity for one day, okay, just that one day, who would it be and why? Then you go right back. Just that one full 24-hour day. What's Thor's name? That's whoever played Thor. What's his name? The Aussie guy? Yes, um, Chris, 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 Chris Nielsen. Yeah. He- yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna go with um, Liam Nielsen. That's that's <laughs> because... the no, no, no. That's oh my god, I love him. He's funny. He's so good. So you want to be Thor? Yeah, yeah. Just for a day. Um, I know where he lives. Do you? Um, <laughs> I know where he lives. <laughs> and that wasn't and soccerish. It's, <laughs> it's Does beautiful. Australia like, have his version of like. Beverly Hills or 902, like uh, like Hollywood? No, does, no, no, does it have really. its version of that? Like where all the rich people little... would go live? Yeah, yeah. They sort of tend to go to this little, um, like, on the beach type place. It's sort of small. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. But yeah, like Bondi, and then they, they sort of stay in mostly Sydney, like Sydney country area. Um, but where he lives is absolutely amazing. Um, and I think he's just a cool guy, um, and has probably one of the best lives of any celebrity on the planet. Like, yeah, he's the man, Hemsworth. So him, but but exactly like why? I mean, who wouldn't want to be Thor for a day? Have you seen that dude? I would probably just I mean... so I could walk around naked, and no one would be upset by All that. Right. You gotta be like, oh. Whoa. <laughs> What'd you do with your day? Yeah. Well, I walked around the beach naked. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's a good day. If I did that now, I'd be arrested in minutes, seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not great. Probably not great. Yeah. I'll try it, Lee. You know how it goes. Oh, wait, I know. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> let's not go back. Let's not go. All right. Let's see. If you won the lottery... What is the first thing you would buy or do with the money? Oh. Dude, I would deck out. No, oh, Dusty, Tim Tams. You the man. Tim Tams better than penguins every day, all day. Um, I, I would. Know what those things are. Tim Tams are what we call biscuits, but you guys call them cookies, but they're not quite cookies either. It's a whole thing. I mean, if you, cookies uh, is if you very ever... broad. There's very many different types of cookies. Yeah, 
it's it's look up Tim Tams. They're amazing. Absolutely amazing. You can use them as a straw. It's like a chocolate covered wafer thing. You can oh bite gosh, the corner yes, off. We had them. Oh, that sounds banging. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're so they're good. amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, we have them at Target now. See money. So we have those are the things you're talking about, babe. We got them. Oh, they're, they're amazing. Good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, and they have them in the UK, but they call them penguins and they're just not quite as good. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, we got talking about Tim Tams, and I forgot what the question was. Lottery? What would you do with the money? A uh, lottery. Okay, so ooh, I would, I would literally deck out a studio, like properly deck out a studio. This is like the back room. And it's sort of tiny, and like that's my bedroom there, and that's a toilet, um, and like I would just build a massive house just deck out a massive studio with like absolutely everything for music for streaming and i would have um i mean because you're rich you just pay people to come i would just get i don't know like the biggest developers or biggest people and just get them all to come and like in live fly them in and do podcasts yeah i mean that sounds yeah i would definitely do that and then you know buy houses for all my all my friends and and my family and yeah, just look after everyone and then live the high life. That's good. So, that's yeah. a good that's a good answer. Like that. Didn't even have to caveat it. You know. Oh. I you know what's it. funny? It. This is the first time that we haven't had to be specific. Yeah. That it's not- I felt like you would. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I normally like you would know. Normally when I ask that question, that. because of the way people have answered in the past so diplomatically. I always have to say, hey, like, let's assume that you're going to do the nice things for other people. Like, what yes. would you do for you? But when we spoke, I said, yeah. you know what? I don't think I need a caveat with I this don't... guy. He's going to be a straight shooter. <laughs> He's not going to tell me to go save the penguins and then go do something else and then come get something for yourself. No, that's good. I like that. Great answer. Yeah. I mean, yes. The hell yeah. I mean, if I'm happy, everyone around studio? me would be happier. Yeah. 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 So Good if, way of thinking. If you can travel to any video game world, where would you go and what would you do there? It's sort of like a ready player one thing, right? Oh. Yeah. Whatever, however you I would it. like to go there. That would be cool. Um <laughs> ready player one I hope, world. I hope we get I hope we get there. I hope that that's where gaming ends up. Like it ends up like yeah. In interconnected, completely interconnected worlds where you know you can go there as your avatar, do whatever you want, like and just have a good time. That to me, um, which is why I'm a big proponent of um, VR. I think VR is going to be the future eventually. We're not quite there yet. PlayStation would have to make some games for it first. Um, Which video game world would I go to? I mean, you don't want to go to like. You don't want to be in COD. You're going to get shot. You don't want to go in Gears. You're going to get eaten or killed. Or... And it's going to be like a nice world, right? Or, I mean, or a world where you can do maybe GTA. Maybe you want that smoke. Yeah. Yeah, so imagine that you, when you go you're to that baddies, world, you would fit right? that world, right? So imagine if you're when you play the game, your character can kill the bad guys and do things, right? So like, it's not like you in like you would inhabit that world like whatever that world yeah. is you would you would fit into the world so you definitely so don't want to go to like max Payne or alan wake or anything like that but it'd be horrible no, um that's but... spooky. yeah 
That's a good place um, to be. Probably. <laughs> I, I would said say if he dies, he dies. <laughs> GTA. GTA, because you can do anything you want. You can. Yes. Yeah. That would be the funnest world, I think. Like, because it's it's more of the, it's cl- probably the closest to Ready Player One, I guess, that we have. So, yeah, that, that would be like just going there and flying around on, you know, rocket bikes and the DeLorean and all the weird shit that goes on in that that game. Yeah, definitely. Or six when it comes out, depending on, I'll upgrade. <laughs> I'll see what that is, because that's going to be exciting. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Last question before we get to our rapid fire round. Uh Oh, yeah. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And why? Pizza. Does, Ooh, it, does oh. it have to be a specific type of pizza? Or can it just be pizza? Well, I mean, you say pizza, and that's cool, but I feel like you need to be more specific on the type of pizza that it would be. Any pizza with pineapple on it. Ooh, pineapple. Oh. Yes. Nice. Listen, we're we're pineapple. Dude, we're we pineapple on that. pizza, so I'm good. Yeah. Yes. So what what do you what would you put what would you pair the pineapple with so i get one from up the road and it's it's a creamy it's aussie pizzas are weird right it's almost like a pie it's usually thick full of toppings you know oh not particularly God. crispy you pick it up and it sort of like hangs down and it's just covered in toppings and sauce and they make yes. this one it's called a creamy chicken pizza and uh yeah, it's like chicken onion, but it's got instead of having the the Napolitana sauce on it, it's got a, a creamy white sauce on it, and it it is amazing. And I would eat that forever. I got some in the fridge actually. I might eat it after this. Sounds delicious. Um, is that are you putting pineapple on that? Oh yeah, that's got pineapple on it. Yeah, it's supposed to come with jalapenos, and so <laughs> so when I order, I usually order it through Uber Eats, and you can leave a comment, and every Ooh, time weird. I order it. Uh, Uber uh, Uber Eats, you guys got Uber Eats, right? Oh, Uber Eats, Uber Eats. Okay. Yeah, Uber. Sorry. Um, and we have Menu Log, and you guys—it's the orange one. I don't know what you guys call it. We call it Menu Log, but you're—it's the same one that you guys have, but you guys call it something else. And oh, the prices in LA are exorbitant. I have never seen anything like it. I think I paid a hundred bucks Australian for Maccas, and I'm like, Jesus, God damn! It's better be the best Maccas I've ever had in my life. Anyway, um, so every time I, I order Macca, pizza. Oh, uh, McDonald's. Oh, oh. Mackers is what it, you call it? Yeah, we, we call, call it Mickey Mackers. D's. You guys call it, you call it Mickey D's. Yeah, we call it Mackers. Mickey D's. Um, it's uniquely Australian. <laughs> Macca. Anyone who's got to mix something, his name is Macca. So, really? like, yeah, you don't call him, you don't call him, um, like, it could be like Bob McJacobs, McD- Mc, Mc, Mc and he's still Macca. That's his name. Okay. Um. So whenever I order this pizza, right, and I take the jalapenos off, I say, you know, no jalapenos. Can I have pineapple instead, please? And then I write a small dissertation of an apology and how much of a piece of shit I am. And then I know I'm going to hell. And like literally every time I order it, they've no. I, I wonder what like their response is. I because the the object is obviously to make him giggle a bit and hopefully get my pineapple on the damn pizza. But um. Yeah, it's something weird that I do every time I want the damn thing. I have posted it on um, Twitter once or twice. But yeah. 
if it makes their day a little bit brighter, it's a sort of a fun thing to do. I'll spend the two minutes writing a, a weird dissertation about how sorry I am that I asked for pineapple and how much of a heathen I am. And, you know, I'm going to go out the back See, and uppercut myself after I Ham and pineapple, and... it's a Hawaiian. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know, right? It's like the most normal pizza in the world. It's amazing. I know, uh, right? There's this, there's this weird thing, like, in the world where people are like, pineapple, no. It's like, who cares if people put on their pizza? Leave them alone. I mean, it's amazing. Not like we're not going to also eat regular pizza. It's just sometimes you get it with the pineapple and ham because you feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, Vic, the mother effing click, is out here saying if it's not NYC or New Haven pizza. Oh, Ooh, that's oh. our neck of the woods. What do you know about New Haven pizza? Vic, the mother effing click. <laughs> are you, are you up here in our hood? Huh? Oh, man. Look at that. New Haven pizza. Yeah, there is a war in your uh, pineapple on pizza is blasphemous. There is a war in uh, the U.S. about who's got the best pizza. Like some will say Chicago, some are like New York City, some are... No one says Chicago. Well, Umbra says Chicago. (laughs) You know they do a weird thing where they... He's he's biased. He don't know anything outside of that world. (laughs) You know they don't put ketchup on their hot dogs? So like in Chicago... They don't put ketchup on their hot dogs? So I just no, lost I, I even more respect right there. That's it. Just you, you can't tell me weird, you don't right? put ketchup on a hot dog. What's wrong with you? You always put ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, that's weird. A hundred percent. It's part of they the hot dog. Them, yeah. I put on like some chili stuff or some some salsa or something that goes on. I'm like, that is a very strange I mean, hot dog. I a chili dog, dog, but that's different. But like, that's yeah. not like a regular hot dog. That's a specific yeah. type of hot dog. Regular hot dog is like hot, hot dog, dog, ketchup, mustard. Thank you. Goodbye. That's that's exactly. it. Right? Maybe I hate mustard, onions. so it'll just be ketchup and goodbye. Yeah, oh, I love. Yeah, it. I mean, like, yeah, if you don't like, mustard. and that's there's nothing wrong with that, but it, 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 apparently in Chicago, that is like blasphemous. That makes. I know he's gonna respond. That makes no he's sense. Gonna, if you put ketchup on no a hot dog, you should be arrested. <laughs> See what I mean? That is the Weird. craziest thought in the world. Hot dog, like literally, ketchup. Like that's it. Like you just do it. Boom, banging. If anything else, you're not having a hot dog. You're just eating a hot dog that happens to have all this crazy crap on it. You're eating chili, right? Like that's what it is, or whatever it is you put on top of it. Come on, man. Oh, relish be good too. Depending. Relish. Throw a little relish on there every once in a while. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you said. Put some weird stuff on. I'm like, dude. Like, just we call it tomato sauce, but like ketchup. You just put ketchup on that thing, and you're good to go. It's weird. Weird. Very weird. Um, it's strange that when you find out these different things about different um, countries and then locales within countries and then do all this weird stuff and you wonder where it comes from. I mean, Australia doesn't sound so weird, but Chicago, now that is weird. <laughs> and that is weird. Yeah, that's a no-no right there. Oh, Devante, my man, over in, look at him saying yuck. Connecticut, yes, sir, we are in Connecticut. That's right, baby. Oh, that's the doing? um, that's the uh, the 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 like fully upper class, swanky like area, right? Connecticut, Connecticut, right? No, I mean there are there are places in Connecticut that are some of the wealthiest places in all of the United States, but not every part. No, it's just Connecticut is just okay. Connecticut. You got the you got the hood. You got everywhere. So is it like I I always thought it was like the holiday place of like. You know, people in New York City or something, or head out to Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the holiday home to Connecticut. Uh, the bottom part of mm-hmm. Connecticut is the part that's connected to New York, 
that's where most of the wealth lies because those are all the New York people. They don't live in New York. They buy houses in Connecticut, enjoy the Connecticut life, and then they go. Um, So that's that's where I'm going if I'm invisible over there. Yeah. There you go. Facts. Facts. <laughs> you just take all this stuff. Got it. Uh, even them. I don't think they carry cash in the house. I think you're still going to have to find a way to hack them to get it. Uh, hey, you pick, oh, no one carries cash anymore. I was going to say you could, like, that's what I'm saying. You can't do it anymore. They Ryu just see their cash says, walking away. They're like, what I think the, he means New Jersey. The... Fun fact, we're actually ah. from New Jersey, but we okay. migrated up here. Yeah, I heard Fun New Jersey's pretty rough, right? Is that rough? Like a rough... Same thing, same thing. I mean, they're states, right? So they're big places. So you have really nice areas, and you got the hood where you you live, where I came from. Yeah, I'm I'm in a really good area where I am, but like literally across the tracks over there is the hood. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. That's what it is. There's always like next to the hood is always a nice area because it's like. Those people were in the hood at one point and they hustled and then they go to this nice area, but they don't want to travel too far because they got still family in the hood, right? So you just, you create these pockets of nice areas. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I'm not going to stay over here, but I'll I'll be back. Away. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. He's he's like peeking it's too close to that line. Nope. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's funny times. All right. Well. Rapid That's fire. it for the questions, man. Rapid fire time, baby. You ready? <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. We got to set the stage. Okay. We got some got some tunes. Ready? Got to feel it right. Got to feel right. All right. Ugh. I see. All right. So this is the thing. Okay. We try to prepare every single person for this. They don't seem to listen. But they don't seem to listen. <laughs> Listen, you see on the side, you see 19, right? Right on the screen, 19. That's Jay Fonzarelli. Eight weeks at number one. King David was at 18 for six weeks before Jay took over. Okay. And then Dirk Griggity, Colt Eastwood, Kareem Jovian, they all tied at 17. Okay. So that's the top three, but it's really five people. And then on the bottom, we yes. save one spot for the worst person who has ever entered into our doors. And that was Jez Corden. Okay. <laughs> Boom was the worst yeah. the entire not, time. Not no one Jez was able to defeat Boom. But then Jez came and defeated and, him. And, listen, and became the worst player of this game ever. Everybody. Yo, he swore. Like, if you yes. watch that video, he was so confident, cocky, easy, 19, done, nothing. Yo, he has eight. Okay. So let's just say. You got to uh, just so you can make pass it to the eight board? so you don't embarrass yourself and don't have to be on this board forever as the lowest score. But you really want to get to 17 or above to to make it. Okay. Now, this is the cool thing. If you get an 18 or above, you knock three people off of this list. You do. Like, this is, They'll this be is gone on you, all right? <laughs> three people at once. Oh, wait. Am I lying? I'm lying. No, because technically he would tie with King David. Well, we can't. And we, yeah. we you, can't you drop so? them. We put three people at 17. Okay. okay so, so you have to you, get 20. You, you have to win. 20, if right? you win, not <laughs> no only pressure. do you win. No pressure. 
not only do you win, but you murder three people off of our list. So there's 20 right. questions, right? No, no, no. There's many go, more questions. There are more than 20. Okay. There's more than more. 20. You got one minute just, to answer. Time is limited. So the key yes. here is to talk quickly and don't hesitate. Okay. Got it? I'm ready. <laughs> They're right. in the chat like you're giving them hints. Listen, <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to keep things interesting here. Jake Fontarelli is gonna be up there forever. All right, let's see. Let's see. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, I gotta get the questions. Hold on, my bad. All right. Now Mav is not here because he's probably on a show, right? Does he have a show today? But Mav is normally always ready because he doesn't want to lose. He had 16. Okay, so he gets really offended when he loses. <laughs> Infinite got 15, but he's in, see, he's in the no man's land where nobody's in the middle. You see that? All right, All right I'm ready. You ready? Now, there's going to be a ticker that's going to change everything. We're going to put the ticker on. It's going to tick, 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 and it's going yes, to count down. You. So just focus. Okay. All right. <sighs> okay. Ready? Three. Two, one. Can you swim? Yeah. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. Favorite gaming console of all time? Xbox original. Cartoon or live action? Live action. Solo or multiplayer? Multiplayer. Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Favorite cereal? Ooh, Cracker Pops. Favorite color? Rain. Favorite game of all time? Ooh, uh, Operator of Time. Summer or winter? Summer. Favorite fast food restaurant? Macca's. Favorite sports team or what's a sport? Eagles. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Favorite music artist? Aussie hip hop artists, all of them. Dream vacation spot. Uh, Bali. Oh. What did I get? <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> Yet so far. You did not dethrone our boy Jay Fonzarelli. You did not make it on the board. You did, did not beat Mav, but you did tie Infinite Umbra. At 15. <laughs> 15 is the score. And I will tell you. Who you are in company with. Okay. So I'm going to put you here. So you're now on there. So at 15, you have Infinite Umbra, Ains from Seasons Gaming, Doom oh, Cutie, Hargeet, and no, that's it. And then you. So you got okay. that's one, two, company. three, four, five people who are in that zone. Not bad. Yeah, Not bad. That. I'm good with that. It's good. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you did tie Umbra. Okay. But Mav 
still came out victorious. Look at Mav killing it with the Mav, 16. that's 16, bro. Yeah. Listen, we thought at the time, because he was getting slapped up left and right by all these people who are above him. Uh, it's, it's but it turned crazy. out to be a pretty pretty good score. <laughs> good How are you like, king of the like 15s, Umbra? There's so many of you. On the board, by the way. I feel like he needs to be back on the board. Yeah, I know. Considering the fact that like no one's been able to pass so fun fact that area anymore. 15 is the highest uh amount of people by far by far oh that just there's just plateau ad yeah 15, 15 has like i said 15 has five people in it yeah 19 is just one 18 just one 17 has three 16 has one 14 has two 12 one eight one 15 is like the sweet spot, the bro. The sweet spot. <laughs> if it ever says, let me have this, see, buddy. Why? There's nothing. There's no reason that you're the one. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been dethroned. Like, if you were the last dude to do 15, you're at the top. Wait, tell so, me, tell me the names at 15 again. You got Infinite Umbra, Ains, Doom Cutie, Hargy, and Risk It. Okay, so how about this? Wasn't Umbra the first one to get 15? He was the first 15. Yeah, so he's the champion don't, of don't, the 15. Don't, uh, but don't, that, don't, how? Don't, he can never be dethroned. He doesn't need, he <laughs> doesn't need to. No, that, I, I veto that. Veto. <laughs> okay, it's veto. I tried. I tried, okay. all right? There's, there's no champion of the 15s. You know what's champion of the 15s? Mav at 16, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man that was good though uh, that was good that was good that was a good effort like i said 15 seems like a club now so i know you guys should like go out and hang out 15 seems to be the bar right that we <laughs> measure people spot. by now like if it's you're 15 or above you hit the average or better if you're below 15 you didn't quite make it so shout out yeah. to gaz tim dog boom and jez <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how how Jez got eight. That's like, how do you get eight? So he got stuck question. on one thing, and he would not move past he it. He would not. Yes. It was like the favorite was music it. artist, and he just sat there. And he was like, oh, oh, ah, oh. like you could see him malfunctioning. <laughs> it was wild. No, it was wild. But I think the, the funniest, funniest one was Gaz. Till this day, it's just it's Gaz. Oh my god. It yeah. was wild. Yo, it was. You gotta watch it. It's hilarious. I. It's. It's cut. It's just a short on our channel. You have to watch Mavs it. Mavs is uh, pretty funny too, though, because you were just mad. Like, the funny oh thing about God. Mav was not the. I mean, it was good. The actual questioning, but his reaction after. after he lost his he lost shit because he, he didn't it. win. It was <laughs> hilarious, yo. Oh my God. It, he's the only one we have two shorts of it where we had to put both we had to do the actual thing and the reaction the back end of it is phenomenal it really is it's it's really really good so he's a competitive guy then. yeah yeah that was yeah, yeah he did he did not he did take, not that take well. it well he did he not take, take it, well. it well when anybody comes in and does better than he did so, so listen shout out to jay fonzarelli now yes. nine weeks nine weeks. as champion crazy holy crap Wow! Yeah, that is Listen. that is. I wouldn't think that it would be Jay who would be quick fire like that. I would. I would. He, you know what's funny? Thought, 
he was the exact opposite of Jez, where he was like, I'm not good at this. I can't make decisions in the green room, like before we started. Yeah. He's like, I can't do this. It's going to be bad. I'm like, bro, just don't worry about it. He's like, oh, I'm not good. You'll see. We're not good. And then, yo, he's just like a machine. Bang, 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 bang. There was no yep. hesitation. That's the key to this. You can't hesitate. As soon as you hesitate to get to the higher echelons, it's done. You cannot hesitate. And he, even him, he hesitated a little bit in certain places. So it's there is hitting. room to win. Yeah, but you can't is. have any hesitation. It has to be like question, answer. It doesn't matter what the answer is. It's crazy. And he was, was wearing an, an Iron Lord shirt. Yeah, he beat King David ironic. while wearing yes. the Iron Lord shirt. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, that was dope. That yeah. was dope. Shout out to King David as well because those guys over there, Cod, um, awesome. Attic, all those guys are awesome. So. Oh, yeah. Killing it on the streets. They're super dope. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's, um, before we get into the end of it, I was just going to put the super chat by Ryu R. It says, uh, YouTube Illuminati is the Destin fangirls. Mm. <laughs> That's wild. Um, all right. So we have, I'm going to start with, we're going to talk gaming and we're going to definitely talk about the other stuff but power boss uh went ahead and had a question it's a member of our youtube channel says here's a good question with abk deal done how many firings you expecting for the studios yeah i would say none for a good year good six months a year um and then after that yeah that's a real tough one um probably in the hundreds i would say but they it maybe even two years they're gonna work out their pipeline and how they're gonna operate they seem to have been a bit quicker on their feet with abk after all the learnings they got from bethesda so yeah yeah in the hundreds anyone that's doing the same job that's you know you're gonna pick your best and and move on the rest Yeah, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know. I, for me, I feel kind of the same. I feel like they're not going to be firing anybody anytime soon, um, unless there's like bad apples that they're getting rid of. Um, that I think would be yeah, a different situation. But as far as like just like a sweeping, hey, we're letting go X amount of people because we need to, I think that's going to be later on. I would say a couple years, maybe even longer, um, because mm -hmm. they do have, you know, a lot of, money that's coming from there so i think it'll be a bad look for them to start firing people um again outside of bad apples because you know call of duty is killing it and the idea i would assume is that they're going to actually be growing it more to be able to sustain these other games that they're going to want to be making i'm assuming so i don't know if letting people go is going to be a good move anytime soon but it's bound to happen. Would it look good? Yeah. yeah, it's bound to happen eventually, but I don't think it's going to be something you know, super but, close. But you got to think as well. They just let, uh, I don't know, was it a thousand or there was a there was a significant number of people they From let Microsoft. go. Was it was it something stupid like nine thousand? That's in my head. I don't know why, but like it was a big. It was a pretty big number that they let go from Microsoft. So it wasn't in yeah, gaming. Yeah, it might have but... been like a. It might have been a big number, but they have like a hundred thousand like employees, yeah. so it's like a minuscule so, amount. 
that might have been in preparation to bring in ABK as well. So they may have already done that because of the That's optics. Too. This, yeah, this is the best time to do it because everyone's doing it, right? I mean, there's never yep. a good time. From a personal standpoint, I think it's bullshit. They can, I think they can avoid it. But, um, I mean, that, that would be the, the way that they've done it. If that's what they've done is probably the best way to do it optics-wise for them. You know, you know, one thing that I, that I do get a little confused about, like, do we ever question that maybe some of the people that get let go are just, like, not that good? Like maybe their work is not that great. And when you're trying to operate at a certain level and you're looking at like who's bringing their stuff in on time or who's hitting their goals or who's doing this, like, do we ever account for the idea that maybe people are just getting fired because they're not hitting the goals that is set in front of them? And all they do is- It is a thing for people to slack at work, right? I mean, mean, there is that. these companies, you know? There is definitely that. There's, There's that. Um, but then when you look at Destiny and they let go of Rod, was it Deacon Stellar? I can't think of the guy. The guy who did the Halo, did the music for Destiny. Like that should be a safe position, even if he is slacking off. Like you know, so I mean, there is, is that because shit costs money. You know what I'm saying? Like if if I'm saying, all right, yo, you made these bangers. Hey, we're making this new game. Make me something, and everything you bring me, I'm like, what is this? This is not good this is trash we don't like this it's like how long are you gonna just pay somebody because of something they did right like the re- reality is there he's probably gonna keep making well no because it's not a i don't know what deal they have you know some people have contract, um, yeah. you know recurring income from some of these things but i mean like you have to be able to keep going right like the the destiny fan base is not gonna be like oh, wow, this sounds like crap, but we're okay with it because it's the guy who made the originals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you you have you to keep have up. To produce. It's what have you done. Right? What have you done Not for me lately, right? Do, period. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's there as well, but. I mean, yeah, and definitely to your point, like there's uh, you obviously net, not letting go of your best and your brightest for the most exactly. part. But then there's also, you know, there's politics in, you know, so the, the guy who's doing the work and then the guy who's representing like he's doing the work, um, you know, then there's the, there's also the, you know, Nintendo CEOs took a pay cut. They could do that. Um, you know, there's other things that they can do other than letting talent go. And I'm always of the opinion, especially in what I do now, that if the guys under you are failing, that's your fault. That's not their fault. You obviously haven't done something or you haven't done enough to bring them along. So, yeah, fundamentally, I I understand what you're saying, but then I also think that's, that's on the the you know the guys who run the business the managers all those guys so if you're cutting out middle middle management i guess all companies get top heavy so i think that's a thing um yeah it's a tough one to say and yeah there are also, bad I mean, apples i'm everywhere. not saying that it Some doesn't exist go, go ahead baby no no go, go ahead. ahead go ahead baby it's just there, there's there are bad apples everywhere it doesn't matter sometimes how well you lead yeah. I mean, you could also just be causing problems in the company in general. Um, but I think the the bigger one is, you know, aside from them having to do a cost-cutting measure, right? When they're saying, hey, listen, 
at the end of the day, we need to cut this amount of dollars. So you got we have to let people go. I mean, it kind of just is what it is, right? Outside of that, if they're just letting people go because they're trying to hit, like I could see honestly, I could see in in Xboxes like situation. I could see them letting people go who, I mean, and they've done that, right? Like you look at 343, complete different scenarios, and then look at what we have right now. The best seasons of Halo ever, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that I that I agree with. Yeah, that I agree with. That was, that's that's upper, I guess, what you would call upper management. And and I was uh, calling for Bonnie Ross's head for quite some time. I mean, <laughs> I I was one of those guys and I was getting attacked in the community because you know, that was my opinion that Halo wasn't where it should have been and that it wasn't good enough. Um, and I flipped on that because I was one of the guys who was saying, release the game, don't delay it. Um, yes. But yeah, I Always. mean, you're never going to fire, you're never firing your best and brightest when you're, when you're making layoffs. But realistically, the layoffs that we've been seeing is to hit targets. So... They may not be the best and brightest, but they also may still deserve to have their job. It's a tough one, and I'm pretty careful with with that one because, you know, people out there might get a little bit upset that we're saying that you sucked at your job, and that's why you get sacked. Listen, the one thing I would never do is give three shits about those people who think <laughs> they have a problem with the fact that we're we're telling it like it can be. We don't know. You don't know. Like, you – like – let's be real man like you tell me you never worked a job where you see somebody who's not working as hard as you or not doing oh, as yeah, good as work as you you know what i'm saying like okay well if Every at the end of the day they're like listen we have to cut costs it's between you the guy who's working hard and the guy who's not doing good stuff it's like it's all right yeah, man, go. you're not you're not hitting our yeah. bars i do feel like phil is gonna be looking at his squads and being like listen you make sure that whatever work you're doing is going to be top tier. That's what he wants out of these studios. He's not telling them what to do or how to do it. He just wants the quality bar to be there. So whatever they're doing, yeah. for instance, like a Pentiment, which was, hey, go make Pentiment, and that the game is not for everyone. But for the people who love that game, they better think that thing is amazing. And that's exactly so, what they did. So then I again I would come back to management on that because they have been really poor at managing their studios since the beginning of the Xbox One. And again, I mean, to your point where you said we don't know, that's why I, I wouldn't deeply dig my heels in and say either way, because I don't know. Um, but when it comes to them their managing, their management has had misstep after misstep after misstep after misstep after misstep. And you can't you mean the all that. Yeah, but even 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 Phil's fucked up. Like, I mean, look at Redfall. That was huge, man. Like, well, that was a, listen. Yeah. That's what we call a life lesson, okay? And those we can't wish were not there because without them, I mean, fire those the guys. The rest of your like, life won't change. It needed <laughs> like, to happen. Let those guys, let those guys go. That's fine. But like, I mean, but that's what I mean. Like, that's the proof of the 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 fact that they still haven't got those pipelines. They haven't got that communication. They haven't got all that stuff that you need. And I also feel like you know they're winning. This might be an unpopular opinion, but they're winning like best place to work, and a lot of guys are like will, will tout that. That's not always a good thing. Like, because <laughs> if you feel really comfortable, you're not always going to do your best work. There needs to be, I think, a little bit of an in-between there, right? 
again, tough one because we're not in there and we don't know. But it's also a different it field because it's very creative. Like it's a creative yes, field. Yes, you can't Jim Ryan the situation because we see the results from that. So, mm -hmm. which route yeah, do you take? Again, right? you do see what creative. they have been able to produce and the culture. Like for instance like a Sea of Thieves or a Grounded. Again, not necessarily maybe a game that you may play or I may play or whatever it is, but those people who play those games love those games, and the people making those games love those games, you know? So it's kind of like that freedom. They haven't had that game yet, this generation. It underfills tenure. And some bad things ha has hap have you happened. You mean this, under this particular generation, like the Series this X generation? particular generation. They haven't had that game. And I would argue, and I have argued, and I'll still argue it to this day, Phil hasn't had that moment where you can 100%, like, yes, he's turned the ship around. He's done amazing things, services, all that sort of stuff. Game Pass, great. He's done great. But he hasn't walked out with a light. If he left today, he would not walk out with a library of games that you can say, Phil did that. And... And well, because they're not because they're still coming. It takes a lot coming. more to turn the ship around, though, because it was a oh, yeah. mess for him to do what he did and accomplish what he's done so far. Like he was literally on the Titanic with the yeah. players already doing where the water was coming up, and he found <laughs> a way to get underneath the yeah, Titanic like that and lift it up. Credit, I don't know what and turn does. it around and keep it going the right direction. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that then, is then one thing. The other thing is everything the right he bought. Direction going in the right direction isn't arriving at your destination and yeah but he, the moves that he the made the moves that he made were purchasing the the studios that we didn't have right because we only oh, had yeah, yeah, yeah. five studios I'm not saying so that, they just haven't they haven't banged out their bangers yet right like all those big studios that they bought exactly we're still waiting for exactly that's that's next year and beyond but if they don't come out at the quality that we are hoping or believing i believe they will I believe Fable will. I, I believe, believe they will. You know, the next Gear 6 will be the next Gear 6 because, like, the Coalition just really don't miss, except for Story, when they try to go away from the Phoenix. That's a whole other thing. But but we they haven't... There's That game proof is not there yet. Like, you you can look at Sean Layden's tenure. Amazing. You can look at Sean Layden's tenure, and you can go, these games... Are because of Sean Layden and they're amazing. You can do that with Sean Layden. You can't yet do that with Phil. You can look at like you can go. Phil saved the brand. He's riding the ship. He's turned it around. He's uh, he's taken all the right steps and made all the right moves. We haven't seen the payoff yet. So I mean, to be fair, you would facts. say the that's same. Not... You would say the same exact thing about Sean Layden before those games came out, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you couldn't you couldn't say it until they release. So we already know the games are more than a hundred percent coming, and everything we've seen of these games that have been shown. I mean, listen, I don't know about you, but that fable, come on, man. Oh, it looks good. Made by made oh, yeah, by and the, and playground. The, the the mm. trailer was like was a proper Xbox trailer as well because especially at the end when she was like, oh, and then it, it cut beautiful. away. That was brilliant. And come up with Fable it was brilliant. I, I mean, I was at the show sitting next to Colt when that came up. We were like hugging each other like you know our kids just won the like little league, but like, nice. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's not there yet. 
which is why he hasn't walked away. And I think that he will leave when they're there and they're not there yet. Like as big as an Xbox fan as I am, the reality is we haven't seen the proof in the pudding yet. And until 2016, I think it was 2016, they started releasing banger after banger after banger because of Sean Layden. That's when you were like, yep, this guy's on it. This guy's, this, this is the guy. Why they got rid of him in favor of Sean Layden was just ridiculous. Um, in favor of Jim Ryan. But, and, and I love Phil. Phil is like, don't get me wrong. I'm not bagging out Phil. I'm not saying he's bad or, or he hasn't done a lot um, or taken any credit away from what he has done. But we haven't seen the games as a result. We haven't seen the result yet. We haven't we haven't 110% dispelled. Like when you're having that argument on Twitter with a pony and they're like talking about management, you can bring up all that stuff. And then they then the 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 guaranteed response will be like, where's the games? Well, and, but then I would turn around and say the same as I think to the ponies. Where the hell is your games? Because you can't live off of 2016, 2017, and 2018, right? Those, those games are no. those games are done. Yeah, but that doesn't make them. But that doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make them wrong at all. They're. I mean, I could go back right. and say none of them can touch the original Halo. I mean, how far can I? I'm allowed to go back to what Xbox has given me, right? Halo is sure. has changed the game for all gaming as far as first player games and mostly games that release nowadays first player games but all this, have on console year. have halo to thank right so like how far is the statute of limitations you know what i'm saying like th those games that made a difference for playstation are six years old five years old like old games and even older right so like you can you can live with that or you can say well that was great then but right now every game playstation came out with wasn't it the new god of war was just rehash of the old one did nothing special spider-man 2 rehash of the old one did nothing special uh is there another game that they released that mattered i can't uh, think of one remake. And, yeah the only remake. remakes right okay and then and then what's to come remaster remakes right so i mean if i'm sitting there with a pony having this conversation there's not a place for them to go because i don't care about an old game because they're not going to be playing that game anymore do they play that game on a daily not us no no you don't uh, right probably, but you know what i do play do. i still play halo they, infinite they probably they probably do because they haven't got anything else to play but no I they mean, just play cool, Twitter, if you want to if you want to bring it back to this generation i think like they're You would say Xbox hasn't blown its load yet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like we there there is there is like a shitload coming, but we don't know how good it's going to be, right? But then but PlayStation you released sequels and remasters and mm -hmm. remakes. They've all been good. Like I've played them all. They've all been good. They're all good, and they're all like your standard Sony fare, and that's what yeah. it is. And Xbox Nothing is exciting. yet to sort of identify itself yet because it was a shooter box. We're going away from that. It's probably, I guess, the RPG box, like whatever. But they haven't, like in 360, you knew an, a, a 360 game, like a first party 360 game when you were playing it. That was Xbox. You knew that. And, and same with your OG. We haven't had that this generation. We just haven't. Um, but I want it to be, you know, stuff. Starfield was good, was really good. It was really undersold. And I think there was a lot of bullshit that went with it. And that feeds into the Xbox tax as well. Absolutely, 110%. Um, and that's. And I, I think that people don't want to give it credit to Phil, but let's be real. We saw the documents. If it wasn't for Phil, 
getting Satya to go buy this, these people, we were going to get that game in 2021. And that game would not have been anywhere near the game that that's it good. was. Yeah, that's no, true. That was released that's now. Fair. And that was Phil who said, go ahead and take that time. Not only delay it internally a year, but then after it was going to be out, after it was going to be the only big game in 2022, he said, I'd rather take the L on 2022 than let Starfield be a bad game and gave them another year to go ahead and get that game done. And I could tell you, I think anybody who's not full of shit will tell you that that game, come on, man, it's an amazing game. It's a really, really good game. Now, if yeah. you're not particularly into these type of Bethesda-like games, then sure, you might not think it's that good. But I think overall, Bethesda has been renowned for their RPGs. This studio for making Elder Scrolls, you know, Oblivion for yeah, making so Skyrim for making Fallout. It's 4, not their best. It's not their best game that they've ever done. That's 110. percent But the, the you know in relation to time tech and where they released, it's definitely not their best game. It's a very very good game. I think it got the guts chopped out of it a bit because of the there is an Xbox tax, and it's not the way that everyone thinks it is. But but like the, it is there. Um, we've been talking about that bias since I think day one on Infinite. Like. We've been big proponents of talking about it. We've had on guys from IGN and argued the point with them and stuff. And uh, I mean, they don't see it. And I genuinely think they don't see it. Um, but when you talk about Phil, he is not quite produced yet. Like, it's just a fact. I'm not saying that, like, I mean, I'm I would even saying... argue that Halo Infinite was. Oh, you can argue that now. No, 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 no. But even on release, not the live service. Yeah, right, but single player. No, no, no. the single no. player Halo Infinite okay, so, game was amazing. No, it was, it was unfinished. It was unfinished. It was a dead world. Um, a hundred percent was good. It was unfinished, man. Like that world was like huge and filled with fuck all. Um, which but is which, what was it supposed to be? Great. Filled Don't with? get me wrong. Like merchants, wrong. it was a great or like great NPCs campaign. just chilling on the corner. Chilling to like this. This is an alien world with aliens, and they don't just wander. They, well, these they, are... no, it's a halo ring, it's a halo ring, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, I get ring. that, but like, it's been existing for you know a specific amount of time. Like, it should, and they had some animals on it, but just to have a couple, fine. But if you want to argue Halo Infinite, like, they let Halo like just hang itself, they let that happen. It was just that is absolutely egregious. What what they did with their tent pole franchise is the reason we're having this. One of the reasons we're having this discussion, like Halo, is a good game now. Like the multiplayer is good now. Some of the one of the life best service in the is good now. But, the live but service when is they, good now. When they the multiplayer was good at the time, but it had issues and bugs, and it had great bones. It didn't have content, even for just a multiplayer. It didn't have enough content. Like that is not arguable, and they they hung themselves on that. They really, really messed up that launch. That is, that that I actually get. I got angry about. That's what me and Mavak actually argued about. Like not long after the release, um, had great. Wait, bones. what side was hey, Mav on? Mav was on. Mav was on the Halo was great side. Oh, so he's um, on the right side of history. Gotcha. 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 Didn't see, <laughs> the, didn't see the problem. <laughs> No man, you got to call. You got to call it out when they they mismanage that. That's why Bonnie Ross is no longer there. 
Um, that's why Pierre Heinz has got promoted to what he was where he was. They also mismanaged MCC as well. Like that is that shouldn't happen with your tentpole franchise. I'll even say to you, like uh, Last of Us, like um, their their multiplayer they should have released. That's been Faction. heavily mismanaged, and it shouldn't have been released. They they should not have released the way that they released without the multiplayer. Then promised it, then didn't deliver it, then are releasing a remaster without the the multi. Like that's just mismanagement but you've got to call it out when it's there and halo 110 percent was mismanaged great game don't get me wrong still playing it to this day absolutely but like they cannot afford to do that with their studios they can't afford to let them just have as much rope as they want and then walk out on stage and hang themselves like they should not have shown that game when they showed it like that was the start. Like we were always like, oh my god, that here we was, go. Like that was not they they a, showed the game. It was, was terrible. Cool. Then then that's when all hands on deck should have been in three four three. Like what happened here? Why did this happen? What's wrong? How do we fix it? What do we need to do? Um, and if Bonnie Ross is the problem, and I know Bonnie's been with it with Microsoft since before the Xbox was released, but if she was the problem, and she clearly was, she should have been gone immediately. Um, and they 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 languish. They let her languish in there for two years, and then don't even get me started on the. And it's only because I'm only rough on Halo because I am like a humongous Halo fan. But like then they released that TV show. It was like, what the hell is this, Master Cheeks? Like. This is not it. This is not what any of us wanted. You, Halo had a great story already, and you didn't need to do much to bring that to TV. So what the hell was that? And that was Bonnie Ross too. She should have been out the door two years. Like on the on the first showing, they should have kicked her out the door, given it to Pierre, and we would have got what we got now. And I was saying this, like, um, you know, uh, many many times I've said this, like, you've got you. You've got the tools in Forge, and and that's what you should have waited for. Bring out Forge with the game, and then get the community to do the work for you. If you can't keep up the cadence, and now that they've done that, since they did that, a lot of these maps that we're seeing for the the most recent release, where they've got all the Halo Three maps, they're all Forge maps. The community is helping them to build content for this, which is not bad. People would point that out and say, "Oh, they can't even make their own maps." Like, fuck off! Like that. They've they've built a, a set of tools that the community can use to make some of the best maps that we've seen, some of the best content we've seen um, for any game, and they should have done that from the beginning. But to say that 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 wasn't mismanaged, it's just it's just it's factually wrong to like they I mismanaged think that, that mismanaged game. is when I when I think of Halo, like I can appreciate the people. Um, who were looking at that aspect of it so when i that that single player game i i'm a halo is my everything i'm i have halo all over this place halo is like there's not an ounce of this room that doesn't have something halo on it halo is my yeah. my favorite franchise of all time my favorite games of all time and no matter when the game comes out no matter what game comes out that generation that year halo is always my favorite game i just i love everything about it uh, Infinite, the story was fire, loved it. Um, as far as the multiplayer, it was my favorite multiplayer as soon as I got my hands on it. Loved all the original content that it was given. Um, I didn't experience whatever bugs were people were talking about, um, but I did, you know, I, I, I loved it, loved it, loved it. I am not a live service dude. So, oh, did something change? Yeah, there's like an echo or something, right? 
what took place? Why do I have an echo now? Is the echo still there? No, it's good. You got it. The hell? Echo. Okay. I feel like a pony entered. Try to <laughs> try to sabotage. Try to sabotage me. Um, but yeah, so the infinite multi uh single player, fire. Loved it with a passion. Um, loved the story, loved everything. Yeah, it was good. Um, the actual multiplayer that was shipped, loved it, played the hell out of it, had a great time. I'm not a a live service dude, right? So even though I'll I'll play the hell out of Halo and love it, right? I'm always gonna move on, right? I gotta play something else. Um, once I got my fill of it, right? Um, and so I'm not a I played it and I was like, okay, where's my next content drop? Because I'm waiting for it. No, I'm like, okay, I got other games to go play. And then whenever they come out with a new drop, that's what's going to bring me back. So me personally, I was not, I had zero effect with this live service situation that people were were caught up with. Um, so once new stuff came out, I went back, played it, bought a bunch of skins, you know, <laughs> bought a bunch of the, the armor yeah, and just I, played it. I can and, understand and, that. And kept that's, it moving. That's that's not how that's that's i mean that's how you operate but that's not how the player base operated within that within halo and a lot of the guys that play halo the 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 you know like mint blitz and the, the guys who are content creators um footed ghost i don't know if you know him good friend of mine um he's a halo creator um look he, even he so i know i'm being hard this is why i occasionally will butt heads with the community because like i well but you're talking sorry, about people like they, who spend a, a lot of time doing it right like in like not the yeah, average person people, is what you're saying right so the problem is that well, your be, look on it that, is based off of the the extreme end of the people who are going to try to consume as much halo all the time as much as humanly possible right so content yeah, creators are pissed because they want to keep getting new like, stuff look at games like apex and stuff like i did it right that came with the content and then kept their community like had a massive community halo's community just dropped off like i mean don't, don't get me wrong i know i know that they were not prepared to do live service the way that it would be expected to and you know that's why i give credit to phil for number one you know letting them have a chance to fix it right it's like okay you guys did this game you said you had a plan you're gonna we're gonna believe in your plan let you do it and then they they shoot the pooch and guess what they're gone right most of the people got gone but just like we talk about right people being fired right we just had that discussion a little bit ago right we don't want to just fire people and phil doesn't want to just fire people especially the people who created the game to begin with and who number one made an amazing the best playing halo game ever known to mankind um and the best multiplayer ever and the single player as far as just fun and just exploring that world and doing it up yeah it wasn't the same narrow only like call of duty type game where it was just go through the game right they opened it up they did something different which we always criticize these companies for regurgitating the same thing over and over again they but try something the, different and i enjoyed the story it. on point was the story on point with like Rich i enjoyed the story three but was it on well, point with three or reach that's the thing. and that's the this is the thing when you have so the problem is franchise. i don't like those i don't like those stories better than the other ones i prefer halo first of all my before halo infinite my favorite story uh was am i back to echo yeah yeah why what is happening <laughs> how we go a whole show no echo let me do this again yeah but like this is the thing it's it's look the, this is all subjective right 
What's up, King? Yeah, of course. Um, this is all subjective, but said you cannot argue that the game was mismanaged. It's not subjective. That's an objective. Well, fact. But by mismanaged, again, it was yes, the people were not they they never made um the live service games that way. And their first attempt at it did not go well. And and they got the repercussion of it, right? Again, Phil gave them time to right their wrongs. He gave them a leash and they did not go through, right? And they failed it. So, and he did the right thing and got the right people and played the people who showed that they can handle this by that's how bringing out Pierre, <laughs> who fixed. That's exactly how people get fired. So, um, but so, but so they again, fixed and, and we can't MCC. cry about people getting fired. Go back to Facts. go back to Respawn, right? And then Respawn had never done a live service game. Um, and they dropped Apex. And it's now one of the biggest live service games that there is. They did it right out the gate. Um and then again, I mean I would I would argue that if you, I, I played if you Apex out the gate and there was things it didn't have much, right? It's just what they had, they did really well. Yeah, and but but this you'd be talking about Xbox's tent pole franchise, their number one, the thing that made them Xbox. It should have been treated with more care. Like it, I mean it just should have been they, treated with more care. I, I just think that he couldn't like as much as Phil's the superstar, man, because he is. You know, you can't foresee everything, and some of the stuff is is trusting your studio to do what they have to do. And again, just like Arcane, right? Arcane got Redfall. They did it. They messed it up, right? They did not come through for the Xbox brand the way Phil would have expected them to, and that's why he took the L. He fell on the sword. He said, "I will bet if you listen to his words, right?" In that interview mm -hmm. on, on Kind of Funny, he said, "I would one hundred percent bet on them again." one time not i would i oh no this is just one game and they'll do whatever they're going to do i would bet on them again because he's giving them another opportunity they come out with a crap game again and not only crap because i think redfall was good but i mean perception to the world with like super low rated um, that's a whole different discussion but yeah well i mean listen everybody enjoys their own types of games right so i'm not saying that it's it's uh objectively good where people where everybody's going to love that game i'm just saying that for me personally playing the game i had a good time i enjoyed it um but again you he gave them he gave them time to right their wrongs come out and do something else right same thing with three for three they got a few years they dropped the ball they didn't live up to the live service promise and now the new team has come in that phil put into place to be clear right because you mismanagement it, it feels the one who's choosing this, David, right? Like David Pierre couldn't come up and hire himself. You know what I'm saying? Like she got Bonnie well, look, Ross let, is let, an let, icon there and got fired. Let's look at it. I didn't mind four. Four was all right, but they they did drop the ball. Four like, was four see was, four was I think the best single player story. Four's campaign was like really really good, but they they what the they fuck dropped is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? Um, yeah. Did you crazy. do that? Uh, they i've never seen that in my life no someone must be in here um they dropped they dropped the ball with uh with fours multiplayer they dropped the ball with mcc and then they dropped the ball with halo infinite's live service that's like three games you've dropped the ball with and i agree like i think phil should um i think they should get um they should get you know the opportunities to to right their wrongs and redfall like there was a whole lot of like things that let up redfall's not really on i don't I just it, it's partly on xbox and phil 
but not you can't put that whole thing on them. Same with you can't put Starfield success all on Xbox either. Like that, they gave more time. Yeah, it definitely needed that, but you can't. We have yet to see, and me and Kay have this. Kay Asante have this conversation. We have yet to see them build a game. Maybe Forza, you could say Forza, but mm-hmm. aside from Forza, we have yet to see them build a game from the ground up for the Series X with all the tools. And absolutely everything. And that's when I say that, Phil, um, we haven't seen it yet. Everything's in place. The table's set. We've seen it. We, we haven't just, played it we yet. We just haven't seen the meal. They, we haven't we seen the meal. It's not, to say we won't, not to say we won't get it. and It's not going to happen. But I'm just saying it. it's it's just we're not there yeah. yet. Well, like I said, just like Sean Layden's time, you know, until you until the game's released, you're in the same exact boat. So come next year, the year after that, once these games are coming out, you know, you'll see them and they'll be like, okay, this yeah, is what I they mean, were cooking arguably, on. Arguably, I mean, it was pretty clear what showcase this year was the standout. And these games are coming. So it's, that's it's where disconnect good. is. So yeah. as much as we haven't played them and they're not out yet, they're cooking. And that's the, that's the yeah, difference, yeah. right? The Xbox is not desperate for this. They, or at least Phil is not desperate for it. He, he wants them, but he wants them when they're ready, right? And he's not going to want to repeat another Redfall scenario. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing. I um, certainly hope not. But the next year to two years is really going to show us where they're at with their studio talent, where they're at with their management, where they're at with their pipelines. And I'm not talking about ABK. Um, where they're at with their yep. pipelines. Um where they're at with everything now if they have another red fall in between now and then i'm going to be asking some pretty serious questions but at the minute i'm not worried about what they got coming because what we've seen coming i mean and what starfield did you know with the amount of things that you could just do to mess around in that universe is like out of you don't get that in like in many many games so that's it was an it was a nuts amazing game i still need to go back to it to play new game plus but I put like a hundred and something hours, 110, 120 hours into just the, the main campaign. That's a, you know, for a dollar for dollar for hour value, that's huge. Um, and like the bugs, of course, some of them are funny. Um, and like when someone, someone in the chat was saying they didn't see any bugs in, um, in Halo, that, there, there wasn't many bugs in Halo at all. There was yeah, popping and there was severe popping on the series S. Um, but again, like knowing some, some people from that know some people from 343 that engines held together with like duct tape and like string and like that's why the rumor is they're changing it up possibly letting go of that engine was probably is not was because now we've got confirmation because they are working with unreal 5 um so letting that engine go was probably the smartest thing they've ever done but they had problems making Halo feel like Halo and Unreal 4, and hopefully they don't have that problem in Unreal 5. But there's no reason why you should have that problem. Um, and there's no reason why. And listen, now with the amount of studios, so this is what I'll say about Halo in the next iteration. With the amount of studios that they've got, the amount of content they're able to bring to bear now, um, there is no rush and no pressure. There should be no pressure on yep. any studio to get these games out on a certain timeline i mean obviously you're going to have a timeline but there should be no rush or pressure and no an xbox should not be standing and falling just on halo now 
Thanks. At the time it was. Yeah, at the time it Thanks. was. So I think, there, I think this upcoming so I, year is the is gonna be a little I think this upcoming year still has a little of that because I think that something has to be ready this first quarter. And mm -hmm. I think that we were anticipating maybe Hellblade 2 was further along than we thought. But when somebody, I forget where the roadmap was laid out, they said we have this, 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 and then Hell. So it looks like Hellblade is actually going to close out the year. And then where does Avowed yeah. fall into that? Because I had a feeling that Avowed was also a little going to be later in the year. So like, what's starting the year for us? That's the only question. Like, are they? Is is it we're going to get a surprise indie? Is indie ready? And boom, that's our first game of 2024. Because that would be, you know, that would be legit be awesome. for sure. That would be yeah. really dope. Um, so I don't I don't know, but I think this be at least the first half of this oh, year is still a little pressure of what's coming. Let me just respond to Rayuat. I love this. This is like I'm Paris. Yeah, so don't do that, dude. Um we're not talking about PlayStation, we're talking about Xbox. That's what I'll flat out say to you. Do I have this same energy for PlayStation's roadmap? Absolutely, man. If you wanna if you wanna talk about PlayStation's roadmap, I would say what roadmap? They don't have one. And all of their roadmap is third party. Uh, and until this generation, like that didn't count. And all of a sudden now it counts, um, which is why you see some of my tweets going, oh, now third parties count, man. It's, so, and then you will see them go, oh, third party has always helped PlayStation get through. Like, well, that's fine. But they don't have a roadmap. But I'm not talking about PlayStation, dude. We're talking about Xbox. And I will give. I treat Xbox exactly the same as I treat PlayStation. Like it's if if they're not doing something or I believe something is true, that's what I'm gonna say. Like it's, I'm not gonna go just so that Ryu likes me. Um, Halo didn't have any problems at all, and it was fantastic, greatest game on the planet. I'm never gonna you're never gonna see me. It do was that. the most fantastic game ever played. <laughs> Listen, Verg Brizzle, let me read it because we've been having it up here. Verg Brizzle with that two dollar super chat. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you. Thank you so Thank much. You love. Says Halo was good, biscuit. It was the live service. He also follows up with another two dollar super chat saying, I didn't see Thank the bugs you. either. Hmm. Listen, <laughs> miles may vary, but I will say that Halo, um, is my favorite thing ever and they did not disappoint me with this one uh i loved it and listen again the the live service stuff sure that that's graded on a on a, a low number get it because they didn't do that stuff right but i come to halo halo was not a live service game right halo one two three four five you know, all of it not live service so i'm never going to look at them and be like you failed me because you didn't create this live service thing perfectly. No, you gave me a single player game and a multiplayer game that was fantastic. Better than anything coming out of Sony's camp that can do two things where none of them, none of them to do two things well at all. They just pick one lane and they devote everything to there. 343 gave us the best playing multiplayer Halo ever. And they gave us an amazing single player experience that was different that went outside of the box. And again, as a, a hardcore Halo fan, I would say that it's a it's a phenomenal Halo experience. So yes, live service, not great. Maybe the live service was mismanaged, sure. And yes, the person whoever released that first trailer for Halo, that was uh, actually all, realistically speaking, all those trailers that came before, even though they looked good, they weren't representative of the game, right? So that, 
those I would say the trailers were a bit of an L. Uh, all the way up to we got the last trailer that was actually good. Um, but, I mean, those trailers were good, but they just didn't represent the game, right? So that was kind of, like, that was unnecessary. Um, outside of that, single-player, multiplayer, the main game, I mean, it was amazing for me. 10 out of 10 for me. So um, now let's do this since we're uh, since we've been diving deep into it. This Xbox tax. Okay, that's been the the buzz lately. What's <laughs> what's your feeling on it? What's your feeling on the uh, on the conversation that's happening right now about it? Yeah. So, so we, as I said, we've talked about this like a lot on Infinite, and we we call it out whenever it happens every time it happens because it's something that i think is a is a is a systemic problem within the industry and it's not they are not behind the scenes colluding together to give like bad scores and stuff like that um i don't think there's a lot of so to frame it i think correctly when you're talking about xbox taxes the way that i frame it before it was even called xbox tax we just call it bias but they Sony's the market leader. There's more PlayStations out there than there is Xboxes. There's more people that have been playing on the PlayStation um, ecosystem than there has been in the Xbox ecosystem traditionally. Um, and so what you see is an unconscious bias that just that just permeates out through through the industry. Then there is your individual bad actors, and there there is quite a few of them as well. Um, and here's the thing. So, um, how do you phrase this? So, would you ever go to working in a job and working in, in a corporate sort of world that I work in? I would never go to work and then put something on um, related to my job that was inherently biased or showed any sort of bias um, out into the, the community. I would never do that. Um, and you see this happen all the time. And then you don't see, and then Destin's, I think, answer to that was well, they deleted it. Well, they shouldn't have done it in the first place. And if the only consequence but they still did is it. that they, yeah, exactly. And if the only consequence is that they're deleting it and they get a bit of a tune up behind the scenes, that's not good enough. Like, it's not good enough. It, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I mean, Metro is fucking horrifically bad. And they have like readers features that come directly from like pony mouth, like d directly from yep. pony narratives that are just completely untrue. And even if it is a readers, a readers um, like feature, that shit should be like vetted and edited. And at least at the very least, whilst it may be opinion, the facts in it that are used, because any opinion piece, you're still basing your opinion on facts, right? A set of facts. And if your, your opinion piece is based on a set of facts that are flawed, then it shouldn't be published. It's simple as that. Um, and then you see the stuff with PC Gamer and um, them talking about now it's a capital as well. But it wasn't a problem when Tencent was buying up 5% stakes, 10% stakes in every company uh, that, that, that there is that exists. And I would argue that that is much worse than Xbox buying now. As well, here's the other thing. I am against consolidation. I don't want it. I don't want to see it in the industry. I think there's a limit to which where you should stop. 
but the purchase of APK is not bad consolidation. It's good consolidation. It's consolidation that creates um, that creates competition. Like gen, it sounds like a cat call that the Xbox guys would say, but it's not a cat call. It's a genuine fact. It would create competition when you have a market leader that has the position that PlayStation has, and then has the ability to lean on third-party um, developers to bring those games exclusively, and they have more power to do that than than any other company in the business, including Nintendo. They have more power to do that because their platform base is much, much bigger. So the loss of Xbox is not a massive loss to them. So we can make up that loss by paying you X amount. When you have a company that can do that, you, you they have their foot on the neck of the industry. And that is not good for fucking anyone. And we've seen this with your, your price rises um, on consoles, they were the first to do it. Well, they weren't the first 2K, but they followed suit and solidified the practice. Um, they were the first to do it with consoles. You see them release completely useless peripherals like the portal and expect people to support that shit. I mean, of course, you've got your Muppets on Twitter that are like, oh, I love my, my portal. They, they, what, more than an iPhone 15 that can play the game natively? Like, come on, man, seriously. Yep. Um and you can still remote play that stuff over cloud. Like, what, for the dual sense? That's the other thing, like, with the dual sense, just off topic, two seconds. One thing I've noticed in Spider-Man 2, they used the dual sense in, like, two situations. Like, two. I don't know where these things are coming from, but I love it. Um, is that a, How is that happening? I think it's, like, hand gesture, because he had the thumbs up before, and the thumbs up came up. And and then, I don't, I don't know. How the hell does that happen? How is this happening? Mav's in the background. Mav's in the background laughing his ass off. Um, Yeah, look, the the Xbox tax is not the way that people think it is. It's just an inherent bias that you're going to get whenever you have an industry that has, has, uh, you know, a company like PlayStation that has the market position that they have. Like, it's going to happen. The thing is, though, here's the issue, though, is the people that run these media companies should be keeping that shit in check. Um, and if you, I mean, when you, when you look at reviews, they should be saying, okay, this game, we review PlayStation, this game, we review Xbox. It should be fair. And you always hear this, oh, it's just the codes they hand out. Bullshit. No, bullshit. Cause you get yep. to request them. You, you get to request what code you want or prefer. Yep. Not always do you get it, but you get to request it. And the more requests you get for a code, the more likely it is that you are to get it. And there should be never any reason why they don't have that code. Like, why? You, you can't produce a digital code? What, you've run out of what? What did you run out of? You run out of anything. Like, you can produce a digital code unless, unless, for instance, you have a cyberpunk type thing where someone requests code for Xbox One, they don't want to give it for that reason. Like, I get it. But that's that's just not the case. So it's yep. completely everywhere. And when they say ask for evidence, like, what? So Des, this is what I love about Destin. Destin's talking about COD. And I'll say it to Destin and hopefully someone clip it and show it to him because I've said it to him many times. So stop using COD as your base for your argument. It's completely flawed. It's straw man. You haven't played the fucking game. I've, I've played the game. I've played thousands of hours of COD. And I can tell you it's, it's it, iterative on Modern Warfare 2, but iterative in a good way. It's also uh, probably one of the best multiplayer CODs we've seen in such a long time. It has issues with the menus and all sorts of things. But when you're talking about the actual game itself, probably one of the best games uh, in the COD series we've ever seen. Facts. Campaign, not great. Campaign's not great. But because Destin hasn't talk, played the game, 
you can't talk about it and then reference Metacritic, which is what we're saying is bias. We're saying the media is bias who feeds Metacritic and then reference that as the reason why there's no bias. That is fucking stupid. You can't Thanks. do that. Like that makes no sense. That just your art, that argument was a complete straw man argument. Like, uh, oh, there's bias in the industry. No, there's not because Cotter's bad and all the industry gave Cotter four. Like that's how, I mean, I don't know how he, he did, he's normally a pretty cluey guy, but he obviously didn't think that one through. That makes absolutely no sense saying that there's a no bias in the industry because the industry gave Cotter four. Like doesn't make any sense. And like, and it, that's the agree, like that's the evidence right there. As soon as they bought Cod, boom. I mean, it was Stella Chung who reviewed it. Boom. It got a four. It was not a four. It was definitely a six. I would say it's a six. Absolutely. She put out a six. I would have loved it. You know, then you've got her review. I mean, people say you don't, you haven't read the content of reviews. You just look at scores. No, I read that review four times. There's so many things in there that are just completely wrong. There's so many things in there that point to someone who doesn't know what the fuck they are talking about. She referenced the fact that it wasn't colorful enough. Have you played Modern Warfare 3, the original? It was browns, grays, and dark. So like, she reviewed the, what, what the multiplayer? Because there was another dude. Yeah, she... There was a dude who re who reviewed the campaign at first. No, no, it was Stella. That was Stella Chung. So she reviewed no, no, no. that. Some, and then some she... white dude. No, no, it was Stella Chung. Re Trust me, I reread that thing four times, and I'm, and I'm, and definitely Stella. Well, I think it was Stella who definitely did the multiplayer. Because that was nuts when she's talking yeah, about the multiplayer how, how... came out after the first yeah, one was yeah, a dude. Are you talking about the dude that is saying that the game is, you know, pretty much perfect according to what he said, except that it's boring now. Is that the review you're speaking of? Yeah, that is boring, <laughs> but you see his footage and he's like doing a bunch of crazy shit nonstop in the games. Like, what are you talking about, fam? Uh, uh... single player or the campaign review. I'm pretty sure it was Stella Chung. No, Simon Cardi. Yep, single player review by Simon Cardi. My dude did nothing but review like The Last of Us TV show, all PlayStation stuff. He reviewed. Oh. Oh, see. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it has the worst, perhaps the worst Call of Duty single player campaign I've ever played. It's shallow, dull, and plays less like the greatest hits and more like underbaked cover versions of Missions Past. Yeah, so Stella Chung did the uh, the multiplayer, but her multiplayer. first impressions, her first impressions came out before anything. So she released. The oh, that's what it is. She did, did the, first impressions. Then they did the campaign, and then yeah, she did the multiplayer. She does not. Yeah, he did this like, thing. I uh, she does not know what she's talking about. Like reading through that review. Like I said four times, I'm like you, you, you are pointing out stuff that is not a problem, that is not an issue, that is not something that you should be pointing to as a negative. She said in one hand, she said that the um, movement was the same and it's exactly the same uh, Call of Duty as Modern Warfare Two, and then two paragraphs later, she's talking about how the movement's different um, and they've added mm -hmm. this, this, and this, and it's like, well, you just said it was exactly the same, and now you're saying two paragraphs later that it's different. Um, he literally said that, that it's review. boring. Like he says it's boring, right? That's the biggest problem with it. It's boring. And then he goes on to say, yes, the gunplay is still great and the graphics and sound designs are top notch. 
But I couldn't help but feel I was playing a shinier, less subtle version of something I played too many times before. Yes. And watching. But he said the biggest thing was boring, right? Gameplay, great gunplay. What else do you do? Me a favor. Explain to me. What else are you doing in Call of Duty game besides yeah, shooting? Exactly. But listen, you can. I, on, I will man. also say that 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 campaign as a COD player was like a, was a little bit phoned in, and we found out why it was phoned in. And what they did was they took Warzone maps and those open areas, and they sort of dumped them in between the the more linear ones. The linear ones were just as good as like all of them. Um, but the the phoned in Warzone crap that they chucked in that was bad, and that to me bring it down to a six. A six is per- perfectly reasonable for that, which doesn't mean it's bad. It's just, you know, it's an average COD campaign. It's it's okay. Um, them referencing the amount of time that it that it took to finish the campaign is like, that is not even the shortest COD campaign. Like, it's not even the second shortest COD campaign. Like, how is that now a negative? Whereas you've given campaigns that were that short, them. like eight or nines. Like, it, it, so it needs to... Make it make sense. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They can't. They can't. They can't. I mean, even if even if it was a sense. even if it was a six or whatever, like that that when you read when you listen to the words that he's saying and then watch the video review he gave of it, that like it you couldn't find any connection between how boring and all the stuff he was saying and then showing it on the screen. It well then. And then you've got it Dan looked, Stapleton when he was talking about Starfield saying that that it was great. He literally said that in space. He said, yeah, I think it's a great game. Well, your score said it was For a good great game. Great is eight. Yep. Great is eight. So why the fuck are you saying like publicly that it's a great game and then and then in your score you're giving it a good game? It's like be have some congruency with what you said. Be consistent. Like, you know, like at least be consistent. Yeah, then you've got like top some of the top editors coming out trashing Xbox. Like it's not, I think she said something like it's not like it's Xbox um and they won't have any games. I mean, you're a you're a lead editor of IGN. Now, Pete is a big free speech uh proponent, and he his 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 um opinion is Jedi Knight's Pete opinion is that they should be able to say whatever they want with their personal account. No. If you're linking your personal account to your to to your work, if you are out there saying I am the editor of IGN and then you say some dumb shit like that, then you deserve all the smoke that you get and that just shows yep. us how you talk behind the scenes. Like just yep. we get a little snippet of how you speak behind the scenes with each other. I mean Agreed. and because and they were like going to say half of this crap in front of us. Imagine what they say behind to each other behind the scenes, bro. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, just, it's just clear proof that it's there. I mean, and and this is the thing. Destin's like, oh, you know, I don't really see it. Or, yeah, but you're an Xbox guy. So do you think that they're going to – and you're, you're one of the heads at IGN. So do you think that they're going to talk talk smack in front of you about Xbox and like, you know, and not expect to fire back? They probably don't want to have that conversation with their bosses. Probably not. maybe why you don't see it. <laughs> He said like he's not right. He's not an Xbox guy. Like he just loves. Just, no, no, Destin. said yeah. he was an Xbox guy. I mean, I think. Listen, at the end of the day, I think the thing with his, with whatever he did, whatever you you want to call it, the disrespect that he had for the community that was calling in and the people that thought that they were going to be heard and they were dismissed or they were talking. And while they were talking, he was looking for the next caller. Yo, KT the goal. I can't believe he did that shit to that guy. what they were saying, that was insane. 
that was so crazy how he was literally KT the Gold's in the middle of talking to him. And he's just like, oh, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm uh, I'm getting the next person up. Like, in the middle of him, like, talking, so like, dropping bars. It was insane. As soon as this will happen, KT the Goat dropped some bars on him, and he didn't know what to do. Exactly. He didn't know what so to do because he was dropping else. straight fire on him. And he was like, uh, uh, uh okay, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, and okay, And then any time well. he had to acknowledge someone's point, he couldn't talk about them because of, his work, right? Yeah. So, like, what was and the point of this? He's talking about his friend's perspective, and so this was not about hearing what any concern, any concerns that the community may have, and for him to address them. Obviously, he couldn't speak on anything because of his job, right, and his friendships. So it was pointless. And I don't have anything against this person. I don't have anything against this dude. I don't even freaking know him, but I am entitled of my opinion just like he came out here and he gave his and i think that's where the line like it gets confusing right because it's kind of like well he's a nice person i'm not talking about him as a person i'm talking about what he did and what came across from from the the what what, what do you even call it I wouldn't even call I wouldn't I, even I say think, he's a I think he came out to clear out the name that I wouldn't IGN say he's a name facts I wouldn't say he he's a inherently nice person because doing what he did to KT the goat that's not something really, a nice person would yeah, do. Yeah, it was really nasty. If anything, that's something an asshole would do. Doing that to someone who's over there, like seriously thinking that I'm concerned about anything they have to say, and and apologizing after the fact does not make you a nice person. It just makes it well. How do I make this go away? Well, I'll say I'm sorry because my word doesn't mean shit anyway. So might as well just say something to shut them up. Did he apologize after that? Um... Well, that's what I don't even I didn't hear it. But apparently people were saying that he apologized for um, just being dismissive of the things that people were saying. And it's like, dude, you did a three hour live stream and you want to write do a tweet saying, oh, sorry, I was dismissive. Let me ask you a I question. That. Was, that as, was that as sarcastic as that other tweet I saw with... Um, oh, when he was being an asshole yeah, saying, oh, you're right, I'm the one with I'm the, the one issue or yeah. some some crap like that. How many like times that. did he say crazy in his, um, in his um, speech? So many I'm gonna times. I'm going to call it a speech. <laughs> so many times. Yeah, I, I mean, I have an issue with belittling people's opinion in that way when you are, you know... A part of that i think he didn't circle. think people were going to come out for him as strong as they did and that's why he took such a stance on it because he was like oh most people must feel this i mean I have so many people agreeing with me that the the little people who do say something is not going to be anything and he got the opposite there was a lot more people who was going out there and being upset with what he was saying and the fact that he sat there and called these people crazy again i don't we don't know these people, so I don't want. I hate when I hear people try to defend some dude. You don't know this guy. He's a persona on a screen. He works at a company. He goes before camera. I remember seeing him at the beginning when he was behalf. first when when it was sitting on the first time starting to do podcasts. You could see how he was. He was trying to figure out how to portray himself. Like he has a persona, and this per, this nice guy persona he has on his own channel. It's for a purpose, right? It's for a purpose. He's trying to make money, 
right? He's doing what he wants to no, do. I mean, according to, to, to earlier them. when you were having a discussion about this, which you can barely freaking actually talk in, right? You were you it was kind of like ridiculous. But according to everybody else, he wasn't getting paid. And it's like, okay, so what was what, what do you think he did this for? Weren't there like super chats involved? And yeah, there's the most and, he didn't like, even know what to do with the super we, chats. Are we crazy? Yeah, now? yeah, look, that that bothered me that because. Yeah, if people are like donating money to have a say, like you, you can should. Read them. And I've I've missed. I think I've missed in in my career podcasting. I've missed like two super chats, and like I said, all that money sits there. I've never like touched it. Don't do it for money. But like, if someone's gonna like support you by paying to have a say, then fuck. At least you can read out the. The super chat like i thought that was that was not cool man when he was like oh i've got all these super chats don't know what to do with them all right see you yeah. later guys oh, thank you um like there's words like, you don't know how to read like what's wrong with you like we it's a super yeah, chat can, and there's words attached to it smart enough to belittle an entire community and what they feel so yeah and if you I, can I he's if got you can, the reading down packed he's running obs but if you're running even if you're running uh i don't know how streamyard works but i know you don't go Finger into youtube stars much, it automatically but, but if you're running both YouTube and OBS, because that's what I do, that YouTube will actually give you all the super chats like in a list. So you can't lose them because they do sometimes disappear. That's that is true, but that's not what he said. He said he had too many. And I'm like, too many, bro. Are you fucking serious? Okay, yeah, look, thanks for the money, guys. Yeah, I'm out. Listen, if he was being <laughs> genuine about this, I keep I keep it for the bag, you guys. Exactly, because you know why? <laughs> if this was something that he just wanted to do to clear the air, then he would not have purposely clicked monetization on, and he would be like, you know what? This is just to get this out there. Let's clear the air. Let's do this. No, my man was like, I'm monetizing this. This is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And this is the thing. It's like, bonkers. I, I, as soon I invited as you him to opinion. In they want to tell you, well, he's a nice guy. I'm not. I'm not talking about who he is. I'm not talking about his how many children he has. I have children too. <laughs> like, what? What is the conversation? The conversations about what took place. Nothing other than that. Facts. Yeah. Um, look, and and again, I like Destin as well. Like, I I do for the most part think he's pretty genuine. And I, but I sort of didn't see all of that, so I need to go back and watch it. But um. Yeah, the thing is that I and I called him out on Twitter. I'm like, I noticed that you engage with some of the le the easier points to refute, and you don't engage with the people who have made a good point, and you just ignore that. And I fucking yep. know he saw what I said. I know he did. Um, of and he didn't. And look, it, I I wish I was awake because I would have called in. I would have been like, first of all, stop talking about COD. You haven't played it. You can't have an opinion. That's no what I feel. I feel like nobody went so like they didn't really like he kept joking about, oh, I want somebody on like who's gonna disagree with me. Like, come on, man. Oh, come on. As soon as there's people listening. disagreed, what yeah, you just dismiss what they were saying. Like, yeah, come and on, look, dude. Like, listen, the guys and the guy spoke to someone who called in behind the scenes and said, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you didn't say this, you didn't say this, you didn't say this. What are you doing? And they were like, Yeah, I was out shopping, and like, yeah, I'm sure people are out shopping. And so, but like, I, I, I wish that he had done that while I was awake because I would have called in and called him out on the COD thing. And I would have called him out on how straw man his argument it is because you're using Metacritic as the measuring stick. And that's the problem. That's what we're saying. The measuring stick isn't fair and you're using it as the measuring stick. So like, that makes no sense at all. 
Um, so and I don't know and who that... excused him from working at IGN, but I do know that you know bridges don't want to be burned. I know that well, he's, much. he's that's that's true. Look, and I don't want to. I look, I didn't meet him at FanFest, but he'll be around, and I'll be at the next FanFest, and he might be there. And I don't really want to get get into a situation where I'm gonna have to have a punch up. Um, he'll lose, but but like. <laughs> Or like there's bad blood. You'd be respectful, attack the point, not the man, which is what I always say. So, you know, his points were terrible. Um, and I don't feel like anyone went after them hard. And I also completely agree with Alex. When Alex said, you are not the guy to be talking about this, he is not the guy. He should have just shut up. Like he should not have, he should not have he should come have out never even entertained the discussion because it's against and, his place of work. Unless do the rounds like okay you've said it you now go to places where you don't have control over yep. who calls in and when you finish the call and what people say and and like go and do the rounds go and do the podcast rounds man like i like shit like when i was talking about the starfield thing um and i, I had a problem with it being delayed and none of the other community did and uh, people are like, I went on RDX and all the panel disagreed with me. I still held my ground and said my, my piece, go do the fucking rounds. Like go speak to everyone and explain what your, your points are and, and listen to other people's points. Like that bothers me that he didn't do that. Like that he just had a live stream and then had control over the whole, whole thing. Like go start a space, do the rounds, have engage with the community. If you're going to engage with the community, properly engage with the community yeah, what, I, what I, I was like yeah no nah, and and honestly the, if he was going to do something so stupid as make that video then the live stream idea the way it would have been a thing that showed hey listen i i'm listen i i understand our points are different but i can't go deeper because i work at ign or because of my employer I cannot sit here and, and go deep into these things. But what I will do is allow the community who is passionate about this to come up oh, again with the, the echo. What the heck? I, I don't know if it changes. <laughs> Hello. 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 There you go. Okay. Yeah, you good. Um, okay. So allow them to come up, right? And say your piece, spit your bars give what you feeling about this and put it out there and use his platform right use his platform to to help push the people who have no voice and have them have a voice right that would have been something like oh wow look at this guy yeah he can't interact because of working at ign but he understands that the xbox fans right who are the ones who support him right the guys who who subscribe to his channel and give them that extra income on the on the side right the guys who are ordering his freaking cookies for astronomical amount of money when they can go buy better cookies at their local fucking bakery right it's true to go ahead you, and sit tried, there and and give them shit. yes we yeah we, we did the right in the very beginning to, it not only are they like super expensive you also have to pay for shipping like it's ridiculous and listen it's it's true yeah. there are bakeries around you <laughs> it's all just trying to support somebody that you felt you know Part some of the type of um you know connection with maybe i don't know listen yeah i, I mean, know support, I, I looked at the cost of his cookies and i was like 
I was like, I, I ain't paying that for cookies and I can make better cookies. Good I'm a chef like yes. way back <laughs> in the day. So I actually sent him a tweet and said, let's have a bake-off, man. We'll see whose cookies are better. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was, again, just try, again, we were being supportive, right? It was like, all right, cool. Look, my, my dude's got the cookies, the Xbox guy. Let's go ahead and, and do it. And, you know, we maybe that's part of the frustration, right? To see how the Xbox has supported him and you know to come out listen I, if if you don't think the xbox tax is real or not is irrelevant because your point doesn't matter on this situation you're part of that organization no matter what you feel it can't be taken seriously so it doesn't matter keep that to mm -hmm. yourself you could talk about anything else that has to do with the outside stuff but if it has to do with your employer your vote don't count my dude oh, I mean, it doesn't you you're biased they pay your checks they feed your kids man Come on, man. Let's not be stupid. Like, don't come out here thinking that you're going to come out here and have any real perspective on the Xbox tax when your organization is the one who's spearheading it. <laughs> you know, is the one, of the, worst, is the yeah. one that's leading the way on putting the tax on us. I, on, I mean, I wouldn't say that they are the worst, but like they're one of they're one of the worst defenders. Well, Metro you know why they, they're looked at as the worst? Is because they're the it's biggest. The it's because oh, yeah. of the yeah, biggest yeah. that's what makes them the worst right because their voice is heard more than any of the others right no exactly and that, that exactly that and then his point that he was saying was like if you don't like a specific a specific writer then don't read them like no man that's like, so stupid you, dude you guys, you're not you specific writers yeah. i i hate the when they try to act like oh well we have different writers so different experience no you're ign nobody yeah. cares about that dude's name who wrote it 95% of the people don't look at the name. It's an IGN review. That's all they care about. So when you tell me that Starfield is a seven, but you go ahead and give some other stupid ass game a higher score that you damn well know is not better than Starfield. Come on, man. Or you give Call of Duty a four when you give what was that stupid ass PlayStation game that came out that everybody thought was trash? Um, the firefighter Five. game that was Yep, I know the way. Whatever the hell. Yeah, I pointed that. I pointed that out. They gave it a five. No way. There's no way. Like, dude, come. Like, like, it doesn't exist in a bubble. You can't create like these freaking little bubbles for each game. That's not how the way the world works. They look at every single game you review, and that's the way they're going to compare it, right? So if you go ahead and and if you release a game that's a three, I don't give a shit what you give a a, a two, but that two, no matter what the game is. That two better be worse than that three. Not a, oh, well, this particular game is that worth. No, no. It has to even out. So Golem can't be the same score as Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, dude. No. Like, it can't. No, that's exactly right. And, and if look, this is what I said. I said, like, either there's a bias here or there's a serious fucking problem in the way that you're doing your job. Like, and and who's the, there's a guy who who do, is the editor. For all these reviews, and they come across his table. He's the stopgap, yeah. and he's he the, the one that's the most biased. He should be like, "Hang on a minute, here. We've got this, and we've got this. Like, let's go back and have a conversation about it." And look, uh, if you talk to, you know, you, you know, Ains has got uh, one of the guys from IGN, IGN, who's in the review team, Ty Guy Travis. Ty Guy, and we had him sure. on, and we, yeah, we talked, we talked about that, and he's like. He's like, yeah, we do go back and forth and like talk about these and they do get sent back and they do have the discussions. Like, where was that send back for COD where you were like, we we just gave Quantumera a five. We can't be given COD a four. This doesn't make sense in any world. 
does that make any sense at all? And it, this is how it's going to look. And yeah, that's how it looked. And that's probably because it is what it looks like. <laughs> like so, right. why? I mean, it, it just it boggles the mind that they. And this is where you get to a point where you're like, they obviously know how it looks, and they don't care. Um, and this is where I would go to access. I mean, I've never broached. I didn't broach this with Travis and because it's a it's a very sensitive thing but it's like you can fall into the trap as creators as well access journalism like they get access they get early access they get games they get all sorts of they get portals they get all sorts of things and access journalism can create bias um and there should be uh when it comes to old tech not just gaming some sort of regulatory like process or board or institution that regulates these things like you shouldn't playstation should not be able to black band survivor because they gave a few bad reviews um they shouldn't be able to do that that that's that that then sends a signal to every other review site it's like oh if we do this this is a possible consequence cause and effect right which is also helping to create a bias it's not just obviously as we say um, you know, there's there's more PlayStations in the world, and that's why the bias is out there. There's also access journalism, and it's really prevalent in gaming. Um, and it's tough, man, because it, it's tough to keep that integrity. And I respect people who do. People like Skill Up, people like ACG, uh, they do have access, but it does not color um, their their opinions. Maybe yeah. a little bit with Skill Up and Bethesda. I was about, I was about to say that I would say <laughs> ACG 100. percent the other side a, a little bit i would say but real quick you gotta give ryu oh, art uh for a super uh thank you man for a two super love. chat he says but see money if we give him flowers destin will like us <laughs> apparently that's so, the thought you know what I, honestly this is the other thing this is the other thing that's happening though um just that you you just talked about that right risk it about this uh access um i think another thing that happens is as youtubers right I think the idea of possibly having one of these people on their shows starts to color some of this idea where it's like, well, you know, for instance, if we take a look at, uh, if we use, um, if we use the, 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 what, when I was on boom show, right. And we talk about how I was sitting there talking to Paris, right. Now, if I was somebody who said to myself, yo, I have an interview show, right? I have an interview show that I bring people on and we talk to them, right? And I say, you know what? Man, Paris has been on uh, Web Dave's show. Paris has been on um, uh, Ham Solo's show, right? The, the was it the thumbsticks show? Damn it, I keep forgetting. I don't know Beyond why I just sticks. forgot. Beyond the, yeah, Behind the Sticks. Damn it, I don't know why I blanked on the name. Um, so it was like, man, Paris was there. Paris is here. I mean, theoretically, I can get him on our show, right? So if I was thinking about my pocket and the potential for super chats and views and all this stuff, then I could have been like, you know what? Paris just hopped in. Let me not say nothing to this guy, right? Let me not confront his ideas or his or his thoughts or, or the shit that he's spitting out here and just swallow it and be like oh yeah good idea yeah no i get that yeah you know, you know your opinion is your own i understand i like fuck you. that I like fuck you. that it, fuck it that i had to, i like had it, to right? tell him that the shit that he was saying is full of shit i don't have no parents i have no problems with this dude right i have no 
problems with this guy as a person it doesn't matter to me right but the views being spoken out there i had to talk about them because i wasn't going to just let it be now you know i spoke my truth and you know what happened okay as uh, maybe popular like thought process might not prevail here but i ended up talking to the guy after because we had some other stuff that popped off right and if anything after everything that i said to him he said that he would be on the show so i if i wanted to have him on the show he would come on the show right and i didn't have to kiss his ass to do that and i didn't have to sit there and uh, like pretend or hold the back my tongue because i i need to do that right, right? like that's that's not necessary here because we're not attacking people no, right we're not attacking people if you feel no he he knows that this is not a a like or dislike thing this is an opinion this is what i feel that is how you feel and that's why that conversation was able to be had right in in different places even on the phone like that's the thing i would never i would never sit there and defend someone from this right i wouldn't i i couldn't i couldn't like these are grown people they chose to speak right they have a platform they chose to use it right when destin woke up he made a thumbnail okay he made a thumbnail talking about the xbox tax that didn't just happen you know what I'm saying? Like you, mm -hmm. you had to think about what you were gonna put on that thumbnail. You had to put it all together. You formed this whole video, you put it out. These were choices. All the times he called people crazy, all the stuff he was doing, these were choices. Once you make that choice, you are you are done. You are out into the ether and you are able to be targeted or talked about, whatever we want to do, because you made that choice to put it out there. Yeah. And that's just what it is, man. Yeah, this look, absolutely. And I'll to say to Ryan, you uh, dude, we just had a whole conversation about attacking the point, not the man. Yeah, well, listen, so this is the, the thing. It's it, it gets personal, and the people that claim that it shouldn't get personal or call names do the same when they get upset and frustrated. It's crazy. Anyways, it's guys, true. listen. It's I think true. I think the um, I think the thing is is that we all have to respect other people's opinion. Period. Yeah. yeah, and it has to go yeah. in all directions, even if the look, opinion had, is not the popular one. I've had disagreements with Paris, um, like on on Kay's show, um, but he doesn't take it personally, um, and I don't think he knew who I was, so I didn't give a shit. <laughs> so, which he does tell the story of, like, because I walked up to him, like, you don't know who the hell I am, do you? <laughs> um, yeah. And I said that to him because I'm like, I don't think he did, like, but apparently he did. And that's all great, but I still am going to tell people. Um, you know, what I think, whether it's, whether it's right or wrong, it's an opinion. And I completely agree. Um, but when it, I mean, look, I think Paris probably has more of a, more of a, he could probably speak on that more because he's recently, fairly recently into kind of funny and it's coming from our sort of a background in in regard you know in regards to like you know sort of yep. small podcasting and sort of coming oh, up yeah. through the the ranks and, and but now he's in it and and you're never going to listen to anyone who's in it man like i mean to more of a degree but still not to a degree where i'm where i'm gonna say oh yeah man definitely like you you must be right like destin is never going to see it how we see it because he's not on the he's not on the outside looking in and we're never going to see it how destin sees it because we're not on the inside looking out um 
Yep. Right? And maybe but like, but the thing is, when you look at that, our view, when it comes to what, which view matters, right? Is out. At the end yeah. of the day, it's the outside that matters. It doesn't yeah. matter what he thinks yeah, or you, feels. And that's off. not a dig at him. him. Yeah, you're you pissing off a whole fan base. That's exactly yeah, exactly. What, exactly what they're like, doing. That, that's what it is. And, and they're not listening because we're telling them now. There's now there's even a term for it. You've even got Xbox tax. Like there's even a term for it. It, it must happen that much when there's a term for something. Like it must happen that much, or there must be some truth to it for that term to even exist. Like it's it it is nuts to me. And we've had this we conversation with guys from IGN, but this conversation on the show. I, I don't know how many times we call it out every time it happens. And if someone said, "Give me the evidence," I'm, I'm like, "Man, I don't keep fucking receipts, and I can't remember." But I I know every time that's another one. It's another one. It's another one. And I log it. Like, but you could do a Twitter thread. I think like he did, and say, "Throw up all your Xbox tax evidence." Like I was thinking about doing that, like throw it all up because there's ridiculous amounts of it out there going all the way back to Xbox one. Um, and some of it, some of it's righteous smoke, like back in the Xbox one days where PS4 was outputting 1080p and Xbox is outputting 900. Like, okay, that's, that's, that's relevant. So like when people put up that, I'm like, well, that not so much, man, because there is some truth to that. Right. But when you're talking about Metro releases, these articles that they release, when you're talking about PC gamer, you know, talks about the APK, ABK deal closing as some sort of horrific capitalist uh, like thing. Like it's, that's, it, it, that wouldn't happen with PlayStation. If they were, yep. if they thought of it negatively, they don't say it publicly. And that's, yep. that's the, that is the difference. Like mate. And I think what someone put it in a really good way on Destin's cause I did watch it, um, but I need to like actually watch it. Cause you know, you listen to these things where you're doing other stuff. Um, yep. I was, Someone put it like maybe it's not so much of an Xbox tax, but maybe it's more of a PlayStation gift card. And that's a really sort of a good way to put it because it seems like they get gifted all this bullshit. Like the portal, like the portal got an eight, an eight, and the Steam Deck got a seven. Like, how did that happen? Who yep. at the who, like, that's just like, are you? That's that's why There's it no doesn't ma- it doesn't matter There's what no they say or do, bro. We see it, man. We see it, and that's why it's so annoying that we're even having this discussion, worrying about what any of these people feel out there. Like that's listen, they're these people put themselves in this position, right? That's it. You work for that company. You're not leaving that company. Then sit the fuck down. Sit down and don't try to put your throw your hat in the ring. That just mm-hmm. accept it. Just be happy you had a channel that people were coming to to watch your content. Like if you mm-hmm. hear any rumblings in the streets about a particular topic that is sensitive and you are part of the company that is creating that issue or part of that issue, just stop. Just stop. Just stop and mm-hmm. sit down. You don't need to get involved. Let me hit this uh, $2 super chat from my boy, Bert, Berg Brizzle. Thank you, my man. It says, facts, doodle, on your personal point. Thank you, Facts. Bro. Listen, at the end of the day, look, we all have our opinions or our feelings and our thoughts, and, and that's all cool, right? But we just have to make sure that when we're listening to these opinions, outside of the people who don't have a voice in this, which Destin does not have a voice in this conversation. That's it. He doesn't. If he says something, it's invalid, so it doesn't matter. 
Unless he says, unless he came out and said, yo, guys, 100%, there's an Xbox tax. You know, I'm risking it all, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. Then, yeah, maybe at that point, it's like, oh, man, he's risking his job to say some shit like that. Okay, that's risky. I I, I could get down with that. But he wasn't going to do that. And we don't expect him to do that, right? We don't ask. We don't want him to do that. What we did want him to do is shut the fuck up and not come out here talking about it when your vote don't count. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. It's like the president saying, yo, you should vote for me. Of course, what what else are you going to say? Right? It's invalid. It doesn't matter what you think. Right? I mean, that's, that's what we, that's what we sort of ended up with, with, um, with, uh, Thai guys. Like, well, I mean, of course you're going to say that. And that's the worst argument as well, but it's also the best argument because of course you're going to say that. Like, and if that, if someone can respond to what you're saying with, of course you're going to say that because this, 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 then you shouldn't say fucking anything exactly. because that's, because if they can say that to you, then your argument has no weight already. So yeah. like, Hey, Destin, how, do you like your that. cookies? Are your cookies good? What the fuck are you going to say? What no, you they're trash. The answer's going to be. Okay. What else are you going to say? Like, what the hell are we talking yeah. about, dude? What are we talking yeah. about? No, nah, but I, I think, I think ultimately, when it comes to this whole thing, um, and this will come, this would be to to you, to anybody else who who has these channels who are out here able to talk about it. Um, number one, I want to thank you for for how you discuss this because you. Yes you you handled it really really well because it is a sensitive subject that a lot of people are really upset about and and just to be frank and i think that whether you think that people should be upset about it or as upset as they are about it whether you may think that or anybody else may think that that it's not worth being that upset about right that's just keep your same energy remember that that's your opinion yes right and if their opinion is that it is worth talking about it is worth being that big of a deal then you can't have it both ways you can't tell them that they're overreacting or they're being crazy right for for feeling this way but then at the same time you think that uh oh no opinions are okay to have and we need to respect everybody's opinion we got to remember that the respect should not only go up right it has to go down right so when and when i say down i don't mean down beneath you but i mean like if you figure there's a the people who are famous, you know, people on IGN and all that stuff. Then you have like the YouTubers, and then you have the community of those YouTubers, right? The community should also get that same respect, not only up, right? So we shouldn't be worried about Destin so much where we're willing to to lose the voice of the to, people who actually care and who support you right and who come out to your channel exactly. and watch you and super chat you and give you those hours that you so desperately need to make the money and that you want to have your right channel and are there to support you so just remember that even though we want to talk about the people who are up and their feelings and oh my god don't attack paris because he's a nice guy don't attack destin because he's a nice guy what is making the people in the community feel like they need to say something it's because they're not being heard and when you're spending your time trying to go ahead and make the people above you feel good and not the people who support you feel good that's where that's i have a problem, problem. okay that's and that's why everybody who comes to my channel knows that we ride with our people we right ride so with our people. when they're upset i'm upset if we're gonna if they're talking about it i'm gonna go talk about it 
because that's yeah. what we I have. would say i would say to that though i would say also again like I, we talked about earlier in the show i would say you know be be when you're doing it like make your points get your point across but don't don't attack the people just attack 100%. their points i agree oh, yeah. with you risk it listen let me tell you something real quick see oh, money have had to hear this twice on a show that i was not on he's heard about destroying the community let's not destroy the community now everyone is entitled to have their own opinion and to speak on their on, on what on those opinions right now i love how everybody's okay stating their opinion right but today and right not name calling don't call anybody names yet you know, someone on the panel said that C Money's opinion or feelings weren't normal. So that's okay to say, right? And but we're not supposed, obviously, we're not supposed to speak back and, and call names back or anything like that. And now in my chat, they're being called whiny, that they're whining by the same people that are saying, don't destroy the community. And so I don't understand, I don't understand how we're we're on the same situation right if we don't walk the same line we're treated the same way we're we're the crazy ones right they're the ones saying the things but we're supposed to just sit there and tolerate it and take it and be like okay no problem i don't have an opinion everybody has an opinion everybody has to respect that opinion right my opinion doesn't need to be yours but you don't get to mm -hmm. call me names or say that i'm whiny to disregard what i'm saying and expect that I'm not going to say something back. And if I do, I'm the poisonous one. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I get feelings get heightened uh, and emotions get heightened. All I'm saying is try not to. Um, and still, you're not always going to be successful. And people are going to have arguments. Um, and I'm sure. I hope they'll get over it. Um, but, but when it comes to listen, I, we're like you. You seem to be a bit like us, where you go ahead, you say your piece, and that's it. I said what I had to say. I don't hold anything in, right? See, money mm -hmm. doesn't hold anything in. That's why when he's speaking, he goes ahead and he says his piece. You said it. You say what you have to say, right? And the reason why you do that is because you're not going to walk away from it and be upset or in your feelings i don't care i already said what i had to say doesn't matter yeah. Yeah, and exactly. i i don't know how some people think that because you speak passionately or because you have a point you're upset passion doesn't mean anger passion means passion that's it yeah there is a lot of that in the community where they say you're crying if you say anything about yes I hate that. I hate when people say, what are you crying <laughs> about that for? And I'm like, honestly, man, I ain't crying myself to sleep at night about it. It's just something I thought. I got it out there on Twitter. And who's crying? <laughs> exactly. You have five beautiful children. God bless you and God bless your family. We have six. I don't have time to worry about your nonsense. If you say something, I'm going to say something back. And that's it for me. I have things to be happy about outside. Yeah. Yeah. In a fantastic, yeah, by the way, you guys on our Discord, I have, we, see, Money and I, we have a fantastic community and we are so blessed to have you guys. You Thanks. guys are amazing. Thank you so much. We love our people. Absolutely, mm -hmm. man. Risk it, bro. This has been dope. 
I know you had yeah, some time. I, you know, it's funny because normally we, I don't know what happened. Normally we ask like how much time you have, and you know you gave us a lot of time, my man. It's almost four hours, my dude. Um, so made up narratives. Got it. <laughs> That's the part um, of the problem. So I appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for Sorry being that here. this kind of jumped into your interview. We, we got you, we got <laughs> oh, a, a lot of time from you, my man. I appreciate you. You did almost make the board, but not quite. But <laughs> you did good on your round. You didn't you didn't lose anything. I'll get it on the next one. I'll get it on the next one. <laughs> I feel like you will. You know, you. I felt like you had it. But you just like took a little bit longer on the questions that you should because you did answer like you had the answer. You you didn't like necessarily um, had to sit there and really think. It's just that you gave us the answer kind of chill. I feel like there were chill vibes, didn't you? I feel like yeah, you I need had like, a next time. like a button, like yeah. like a put up, put up, put up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you, you yeah. did good. You did good. So we do we do appreciate you, my man. There's a couple of ums, a couple of ahs, and I'm probably gonna yeah. get rid of the ums and ahs. That's actually one thing that I like when I'm doing videos or whatever, and I I um a lot. I'll say um in between stuff. So that's actually something I need to work on. So hopefully when I come back next time, I'll get rid of the ums and the ahs and the breaths in between, and then I should be able to yes. knock it out, get to 20 and beat Jay on the rally. Or at least King David. And then I can gloat. Well, it seems like to be this insurmountable mountain at this point. Every time we're like, ah, oh, maybe this one. It's like, yo, seriously, we got up to like 15 is like the median number, man. Now I got to give the craziest thing is I really, I have to give Mav credit. You have to listen. The 16 was a, is a really good it's number. Good. <laughs> He's the only one he, to get there, bro. He's the king of 15, the king of 15. That's what we'll call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, um, man. Well, listen. Obviously, all these people here know who you are, but for the odd chance that someone stumbles upon this and they're like, "Who is this fellow?" I do have your information in the description, but we all know most people don't read the description. So, why don't you let them know where to find you, what you have going on, and see where 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 where, where you got happening right now? You know what I'm saying? What, what's popping? Yeah, so you can find me uh, over on uh, my channel, which is Risk It for the Biscuit. If you type in Risk It, you should find me. You can find me on Twitter under Risk It 4TB. Um, we go live with the podcast Xbox Infinite at uh, 8 p.m. Oh, hang on a minute. 7 p.m. EST every Friday. You're catching me out with that uh, that daylight savings time. Um, and yeah, man, it was that. This is absolutely awesome. Um, this is why I've been here for nearly four hours because we were having a really good time. So, nice. yeah, really nice. interesting questions, man. I liked, I liked that that we sort of stepped outside of gaming and just talked about a bit of life as well. So that was cool. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you guys having me on. So thanks for 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 inviting me in. And sorry that I was late. I do apologize again. Um, no, listen, life please, happens, no my man. We're just happy you made it. Thank you so much. Yeah, life happens, brother, but we appreciate you. Um, we do. We're going to go ahead and remind everyone that this Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, we have our November end of the month gaming block party podcast. Yes. 
and we so got excited. a stacked stacked panel let me run down the list for you guys gaz from game on daily post up jay fonzarelli john wolf k mega hargit shani and forte gaming forte will be here in the building for our huge end of the month gaming block party so it's be there be so fun. 4 p.m eastern time on thursday it's gonna be a blast okay and then friday we'll be back with on point anime beyond 6 p.m eastern time so definitely be there for that and next week's guest are you guys ready i'm excited for this <laughs> next week's guest for her him and a guest is let me just make sure is none other than our boy randall thor 19. let's go randall thor 19 will be in the building can he dethrone jay fonzarelli oh my i don't goodness. know he talks pretty quick when he wants to right i feel like he, he has a chance is he on is he going to be on camera probably not he's he's got a new pc he's got a new Does pc he? He's All right, I'll reason. bug him about it. All I'll right, bug him about see. it. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. But it's... Uh, you know who's going to be on camera? Risk it. That's right. Is in the future the with the new rebranding. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't it's wait It's coming up. What'd you say? Next, not next episode, but the following episode? But the following one, yeah. Yep, hoping That's to get exciting. it all sorted by then. Oh, so the yeah. hundred... So your first hundred, no camera. But 101... Phew, and beyond camera cameraman it's a new day it's a new, new day, day. After it's a new day after all absolutely guys i want to thank you all thank you so very much and again we do want to shout out um our our homies at our on point elite member uh youtube channel memberships rank um our homie tmhw gaming that's chris lee if you guys know him there and then our homie big boy mike we appreciate you guys. Thank you all so very much. Chat, you guys were amazing. Thank you for rocking with us. Biscuit, you're the man. Doodle. Yes. We're going to end the show the same way we end the show every single time. <sighs> Doodle. Yes. It's done. I know. It's over. It is. Until next time. You're intruding. You're intruding. Ha 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 